95.7 Duke FM, where we play the legends of country. It's game day. And time for Red Rebel football on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel Radio crew is about to set the stage for what hopes to be another Red Rebel victory on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. Good game day to you and welcome to Rebel Radio Live from Bradley County in Cleveland High School for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and tonight the Rebels have taken a ride down I-75 and look eye to eye with the Raiders of Cleveland High School. The Raiders come in tonight at 3-3. Three and three. The Rebels come in at 5-1. and one. Rebels victorious over Heritage, Farragut, Powell, Bearden. And a dominant road victory last week at Science Hill. Can the Rebels head to fall break with a perfect record in region play? Well, we're about to find out. But as we look to preview week seven here from Cleveland, Mr. Metz, how about those Rebels? The Rebels and Blue Raiders lead me to a quote of piracy. To quote Miss Swan to Captain Jack Sparrow, because you and I are alike, and there will come a time when you have a chance to show it. Matthew Clemmer connects to eight receivers, 213 yards, and three touchdowns, including a nice reception to Michael sinking the Hilltoppers 42-14 and going 5-1 and one on the season. Sail into the Blue Raiders Harbor to face D.J. Adams, Drew Lambert, and Micah Jordan. Wayne, the Blue Raiders will always remember this as the day they almost caught the Red Rebels. <laughs> Well, if that don't get you fired up, guys, I, I don't know what does. So he talked about Miss Swan. He talked about Captain Jack Sparrow and then quoted it at the end. So I, I think it's going to be a great matchup. First road region game for the Red Rebels. I'm excited for what that's going to look like. But ultimately, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, it's a good test. It's great weather for football as the sun is setting right in our face uh, here at Cleveland High School. But uh, excited to, uh, to get this one underway. Uh, we're just about 30 minutes away from kickoff, but both teams uh, warming up. A lot of good uh, good reps there in pregame for your Red Rebels. They're, uh, they're in a cool, really interesting uniform combination. And then Cleveland, again, continuing to work here on on their field. Bobby Scott Fieldhouse just here to our right. Pretty cool uh, venue, nice uh, facilities here at Cleveland. Yeah, and uh, the Rebels are wearing my favorite uniform combo, Wayne, salt and pepper. Yeah, it's a, it's a great-looking uniform. It's got the, the gray football pants with black and red uh, stripes on either pant leg. It's got the white jerseys, the road whites, uh, with black and red stripes on either shoulder pad, but traditional Rebel helmet with red Rebel script on either side. So, uh, yeah, it's a great-looking uniform. Uh, Cleveland is going to have their road uh, blues on as they'll have white football pants, uh, but blue jerseys with white numerals, and then they'll have blue and white uh, stripes on either shoulder pad, and then their traditional uh, Cleveland helmet, a blue helmet, red center stripe, and a blue uh, C on the side outlined in red. Yeah, I like that Blue Raider logo, the cowboy with the sash. Yeah, it's a, it's a Raider. 
Uh, that's kind of what he is. A uh, cowboy with a sash is probably not the, the look they were going for. But, uh, but Ben, uh, as we talk about being here at Cleveland High School, last week uh, was a really good game for the Red Rebels. Matthew Clemmer uh, really kind of became uh, the QB1 there for the Rebels. Been that all season, but I think last week, in a lot of ways, uh, he kind of willed this, this team to victory, was able to put them in position to do a lot of nice things offensively. When they were able to stop the run, the Hilltoppers, uh, Matthew Clemmer found a way to get it done on. His, with his feet, but also throwing the football through the air. So last week, his uh, reward, uh, being the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, and uh, we were able to sit down with him earlier this week and talk to him on this week's Red Hot Minute. If you're just joining us, don't know what that is. Uh, the Red Hot Minute is a uh, is a 60-second little interview with our player of the game. We're going to learn a lot of things, probably limited football information here, uh, but it's going to be some fun information about your QB1. But here's Matthew Klimmer. And we're pleased to be joined by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, our QB1, Matthew Clemmer. Matthew, thanks for joining us as always. I know you're busy getting ready for Cleveland, uh, but this is one of the perks of, uh, of being the player of the game. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Matthew, great game a week ago. Great, uh, great management of the offense and uh, and and pulling it down, running the football when you had to. Uh, just still, uh, still a lot of good uh, good moments there from a week ago. But uh, but what we do here, Matthew, is this is uh, again to teach our listeners and and the Rebel faithful a little bit about each of our rebels. Uh, it'll be shotgun style questions. Sixty seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Yes, sir. The game begins in three, two. One. All right, Matthew, what is your favorite non-football activity? Um, I like going golfing with my buddies. What's your most used social media platform? Uh, probably Snapchat. Favorite animal? Um, I've always liked horses. What is your favorite school class in high school non-sports related? Uh, math. On a scale of one to Carrie Underwood, what's your karaoke skills? Uh, definitely Carrie Underwood. Oh, wow. Favorite video game or board game? Um, I'll go Call of Duty. If you could have any vehicle to drive, what would it be? I like my black truck I drive right now, my oh. Silverado, so I'd go with that. All right. Favorite ice cream flavor? Um, I'd go uh, vanilla. I'm a classic guy. If you could attend any sporting event for free, what would it be? A football, NFL football game. All right, Matthew. Well, you've outlasted the Red Hot Minute. Uh, again, you answered a lot of good questions. Uh, some things we uh, we may have been able to guess, but I would say Carrie Underwood was something we yeah. would not guess. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you, you wouldn't ahead. believe it until you've seen it, so. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, Coach Hunt says he's about an eight, so you're Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Maybe you guys could get a, a little pairing going on yeah. there. Maybe a little duo. Yeah. But, Matthew, again, congratulations on last week's player of the game, the victory over Science Hill. And, uh, again, best of luck this week against Cleveland, the Blue Raiders. You go on the road again, span East Tennessee, top to bottom, but uh, you get another opportunity to lace them up. So thanks for uh, for talking with us for a minute and, uh, and go get them. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. All right, and that was last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Matthew Klimmer, the Rebels QB1. Let's take us a quick break, listen to our great sponsors. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. 
you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maribel High School Football. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Cleveland High School. As you're listening on 95.7 Duke FM, I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and we're inside uh, the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show here on the road. Again, as we said, the first region road game of the season for the Red Rebels heading into uh, into fall break. Uh, ben, this is a crucial time. I, I think any coach, uh, any teacher, any anybody that's any kind of leader, uh, this is a time that you're like, uh-oh. Don't let them get too far into fall break before we get this job done. So I think that's going to be on the mind of, of Coach Hunt here tonight. Beautiful night, though. Again, so weather will not play a part. As Ian is, is making his way across the coast, uh, just want to kind of throw it out there. Anybody that has family in Florida or on the coast, uh, wish them all the best. Prayers are with them. Because uh, even though it's beautiful here in East Tennessee, there's some there's some ravaging storms going on uh, on the coastline and, and really want to wish them the best. Couldn't say it any better, Wayne. I've got a couple friends, Carol and Todd Costigan, that are down there in Fort Myers Beach and probably listening tonight. I want to give a shout-out to them, make sure they're doing okay. And uh, like I said, just uh, uh, we know what we have here, and we're appreciative of that. But, again, no bigger things are going on uh, down the coast. But uh, talk to Matthew Klimmer. He's a Silverado guy and maybe the best karaoke guy we've interviewed to this point. I, I think self-proclaimed, but I, I'll uh, if, you're, if you're confident enough to say it, I feel like you're probably pretty good. Yeah, Ken Maine's been keeping stats on this karaoke thing, and we're right around two and a half to three right now. Uh, so that that took a little bit of a bump, but you know I'm, I'm seeing some movement on it. I got a feeling, you know, by season's end, we could put a quartet together that really may be able to compete. So I'm, I'm excited about what that looks like. But uh, I love love his confidence. I love just talking with him post game last week, but then also a little bit off air in the red hot minute. That's a that's a good kid. That's a that's a guy who wants to be a good football player. Wants to be a good leader of this football team but honestly you know as i use this phrase a lot early in the season he was drinking from a fire hose i mean he was just really getting a lot of knowledge poured into him and i think right now we're at a good point in the season where it's starting to level out for him and i I like where he's going yeah and that complimented him terrifically Uh, you know 22 for 31 213 yards three touchdowns kirby mccoy elkins touchdown receptions i told you as we opened up, hit eight different receivers. So, yeah, just excited to see him perform at that high level. Well, and he wasn't the only one that performed well. The defense had a really good night uh, as they were able to really, for the most part of the night, corral every uh, every option that the, the Hilltoppers had on their home field. And so it, it was just an all-around good night balanced. As I think they rushed for 213 through for 203. So it was a, it was an amazing night of balance. And uh, And then the defense, like I said, did a great job. Yeah, and you've coined it, Manneker Mania. So Jason Manneker, you know, in that game he had six tackles, five solo, one tackle for a loss, and one block punt. 
had his third sack to lead the Rebs. And he's he's just a man off the edge that uh, I don't know that there's many people in the, in the football world that wants to see Jason Manneker looking them with uh, with that face mask coming at him. So, uh, but as we close out the Science Hill week, we were able to sit down midweek uh, with Coach Derek Hunt, talk to him about what what were some good things that happened at Science Hill, but also uh, how he looks to improve heading into this region matchup on the road at Cleveland. Here's the message from the coach. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, as always, thanks for the time and uh, congratulations on last week's big victory at Science Hill. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, last week uh, went on the road uh, by far our longest trip uh, to to date of this uh, this early 2022 season. But uh, a good trip, great weather, a nice environment for football, and uh, and the Rebels showed out up at Science Hill. Yeah, it was a perfect night for football. Science Hill has a great facility up there, and and you know Steve Spurrier Field, and so anyway, it was a lot of fun. Our kids played really well. I think offensively, it was probably one of our better nights of the season you know, against a quality opponent. And so defense played phenomenal as well. Come away with a, a 42-14 win over a good 6-18. And really, you know, nine straight victories over Science Hill. But talk about Matthew Clemmer. Last week's uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, he found eight different receivers per uh, Ken Main's statistical breakdown, uh, was able to be in the, the rushing category, knew how to move the chains with his feet at times. Uh, really had himself a nice night. Yeah, he deserved it for sure. That was his best game of the of the season, I thought. Um, was just, you know, very calm. It didn't, you know, didn't wasn't wasn't playing hesitant, wasn't playing scared. Just uh, just kind of laid his ears back and went and played. And he's a really, really, really good football player when he's doing that. And obviously, you mentioned it, making made a few plays with his feet, which were huge. You know, that keeps the chains alive a couple times, and so. You know, we get him doing that. You know, it's it's going to make us a whole lot better. Well, and he he gave you get you uh, great kudos in the post game interview. Uh, talked about just over the last few weeks, he uh, he kind of self imposed some uh, some problems he thought he was working on, and uh, he said that you had coached him up that uh, if things don't don't look well in the past game, to just take off north and south. He was able to do that and uh, really performed well. Uh, but talk about uh, some of those those uh, pretty pretty amazing catches as well. Uh, I thought he had some help from the receiving core and the tight ends. Uh, Zeke McCoy uh, had a great catch in the end zone. And then D.J. Gillens, that, uh, uh, as Ben said, must not have trimmed his fingernails. He pulled one in uh, across, the, across the gap there. Yep, you know, D.J.'s catch was a phenomenal catch. And I'm really not sure how Matthew got it to him either. Had to throw it over somebody, put some air on it. And D.J. made an incredible play. And then you, you said, you know, Zeke moving around in the back of the end zone um, early in the game. You know, I thought we get, we had a couple guys – um, run some really nice routes. I think Gage Ledoux led us in receiving. Um, a lot of obviously a lot of that's out of the backfield. Um, so that's somebody you got to keep an eye on for sure in our offense. And you know, I think Jax Kirby got the last touchdown on a phenomenal uh, little glance route that he ran. And so that was just it was good to see. It was good to spread the ball around. It was good to see some of our receivers make plays downfield. Something that we've kind of challenged them to do lately, and, and they responded. Well, and the good thing was, and we spoke about it on the broadcast, was Matthew and Zeke in the, on that play at the end zone. Uh, they were corresponding. They were talking with their eyes, and then Matthew was kind of moving, uh, moving his hands there to try to help uh, just direct. And I think that's 
that's a that's a leadership skill. That's a that's a point that shows growth uh, there for Mr. Clemmer. And uh, six games into the season, I thought at Science Hill the identity was as uh, as present as it has been all season. Yeah, and we got to be balanced. I and mean, everybody knows about Noah Vaughn, and he's obviously a great player. And and who we're going to lean on. But at the end of the day, you know, we want to be balanced. We don't want them to be able to just take away one thing. And, you know, I think we proved Friday night that if teams do that, you know, we have the capability of, of beating them through the air. Well, and I thought uh, clean football was a big uh, statement that was made there Friday night. Four penalties for 40 yards, but uh, I don't think any of those extended drives uh, for Science Hill, I think they were they were tacked onto an end of a of a play there, uh, but uh, very much at at less opportune times for the opposing team. Uh, I thought clean football was another component there Friday night. Yeah, that was big. You know, just to be able to execute and stay ahead of the chains. Anytime you get behind the chains, that really makes it hard with penalties. And so, um, you know, and defensively, we didn't give up anything big either. We didn't. You know, jumping off sides on, on third and short or, you know, some whole, uh, pass interference stuff or face mask stuff where we just let them go down the field. So that was it was a lot better. Yeah, and defensively, you talked about it, a lot of nice plays there. Tyler Moon had one nice big run, but uh, beyond that, uh, really kind of sub-50-yard uh, output by most of their playmakers that, if you look on paper, have had really good starts to the season. So just a great output uh, there for the Rebels. But, uh, but Coach, uh, as, as high school football and really this fall season does to us, uh, it's next week. Uh, the next opponent's right there in front of you. This week, uh, we span to the other end of East Tennessee. We head down a little bit and head to Cleveland High School. The Blue Raiders, uh, a nice football team, three and three on the season, uh, but they've got some nice weapons there, and it's at their place. What have you seen from the Blue Raiders? Yeah, super athletic. I feel like they always are. I would say that they're a very similar team, you know, from a athleticism and talent perspective as what we just played in Science Hill, you know, but different different styles, uh, both both sides of the ball, different schematically on both sides of the ball. They have a really big big quarterback, you know, good-looking kid. Um, and they've got some DBs and receivers that definitely look the part and can run. Um, built to stop the run, in my opinion. They play four-down linemen pretty much the whole game. Um, so, you know, I, they're they're getting better each week. They're a team that every time, you, you know, every game that's that you watch, you feel like they've gotten a little bit better versus kind of what they what they looked like to start the season off. And so I credit their coaches for for obviously showing that improvement. You know, so it's it, and it's on the road. This will be our first road region game. Something that we're looking forward to. We definitely want to stay undefeated in the region. And so, you know, hopefully we can do that. And, and coach, you you were you hit the nail on the head. DJ Adams is a big target for for Drew Lambert. That's the quarterback for the Blue Raiders. Uh, but but last year was able to hold uh, what was a Tito Boyd and Isaiah Davis show uh, for for Cleveland last season. You held them to 29 carries for 33 yards. That's a is that a point of emphasis to continue to make teams one dimensional? What are you expecting from the Rebels this weekend? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously we 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 it starts with stopping the run. You know, and you you want to make teams have to throw it to beat you and, and and hope that they can't get behind you and, and create big plays. So if they're gonna do it through the air, they're gonna have to uh, to really drive the football and be patient and and make more plays than us. You know, and I think our defense has done a really good job of that so far. 
So hopefully we can continue to do that and contain those guys and and come out with a big victory. And coach, uh, uh, again, uh, always appreciate the time. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. I hope the weather uh, right now, uh, Cleveland looks to uh, to be in in good shape for Friday night, and then the weather show up on Saturday. But uh, I know you're preparing for the Blue Raiders and don't want to take any more of that time. But uh, as always, thanks for the time talking with us, and we've learned a little bit more about the Rebels. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Awesome. And that has been the coach Derek Hunt interview right here in the the kitchen tune-up pregame show let's take us a break listen to some great sponsors when we come back more of that pregame breakdown right here on 95.7 Duke FM you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Run like a rebel, run like a rebel! And welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Cleveland High School in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and Ben, uh, Coach Hunt, again, kind of finished up what was Science Hill's victory there, but then talked about what this Cleveland team has in store for us. Big quarterback, he talked about that, but also some skill position players that the Rebels are going to have to be ready for. Uh, but I like the intensity, uh, really kind of honoring that this is the first true road game in region play. Uh, I think he's going to have the Rebels ready to go. Yeah, a familiar quarterback that we played against last year, Andrew Lambert, but you also got Micah Jordan, DJ Adams, and Luca. Lucas Simborski. Yeah, I'll just I, I'll I'll kind of keep that one up, okay? <laughs> but uh, but uh, Ben, it's it's going to be a nice game. I, I think Cleveland is going to have some intensity. They're at home. Uh, they've made a change this week, as we are in the what was a week ago. Uh, the home press box. Uh, I think uh, they they've now flipped script. Now the uh, what what used to be the visitor side is now the home side, and vice versa. And uh, we're up here in uh, in a, a very uh, plush confines here at uh, Cleveland High School. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's the first time in more than 30 years that they've changed sides. It'll provide an extra 20 or 30 seats to the fans, Wayne. Yeah, they've got a, a cooler to my left, chicken fingers to my right. I feel like that's a good day. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, and and really uh, a nice night of football. They've already had the national anthem played that during the coach hunt interview. Uh, but we'll look at, at the Rebel Radio starting lineup here for tonight as the the Cleveland marching band is is getting onto the field for pregame. Uh, if you look at the defensive side of the football, your front will be Caleb Graham, Frankie Diaz, and Jason Manneker. The linebackers will be Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond. Isaiah French and Brandon Husky give Isaiah French some credit. He's uh, he signed with Lee University to play baseball there earlier this week, so congratulations to him. The backfield for the defense will be Cannon Johnson and Hutton Jones, the corners, and Zeke McCoy and Drew Wallace as the safeties. On offense, the tackles will be Alex Boyd and Blake Heckman. The guards will be Jay Adams and Houston Ratledge. The center, Cal Grubbs. Wide receiving core will be Zeke McCoy and D.J. Gillins. Uh, will be the uh, and Caleb Dunford. The H-back tight end will be Gage Ledoux. Running back Noah Vaughn and QB1 will be the reigning Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Matthew Clemmer. The specialist will be Corbin Price, uh, Peyton Cooper, the holder, and uh, Caleb Dunford will be the placeholder. Long snapper, Peyton Cooper. 
Yeah, you talked about Isaiah French eating on the baseball field. He eats on the football field. 31 tackles, 17 solo, and two sacks, Wayne. Yeah, I think I think he does a really nice job doing a lot of things well, and uh, looks like he's chosen to, to take the next step on the baseball diamond uh, to get that done. But as we uh, get closer to kickoff, let's jump down to Mr. Chris Hips for the Hippies' keys to victory. Mr. Chris, what we got? Hey, fellas, uh, first key to the game today, run the ball. Uh, we've heard all week how Cleveland struggles on defense and stopping the run. We can see a big night for tonight for the boys, uh, Noah Gage. Uh, you know, second key to the game, got to keep the athletes from breaking it out. The uh, quarterback for Cleveland loves play action, loves to try to take deep shots. Got to keep them from getting those big shots and getting behind the defense. Thirdly, defensive line. I love last week. I think I said they were going to go out to eat. Maneker had a big game. I want to see the uh, defensive line keep that tenacity this week and get after the quarterback again. That's the ki- Hippies' keys to victory right here on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Thanks, Mr. Hips, and uh, we'll be back with you in just a little bit. Yeah, three things just to build off what Hippie's saying. Uh, oh, reliable. Noah Vaughn, if you can get him 20-plus touches, he had 131 yards against Science Hill. He's up to 1,005 ru- yards rushing, 12 touchdowns on the season. Um, Gage Ledoux, is he the secret sauce, Wayne? Um, it seems like whenever we get to where we get around 100 all-purpose yards, we score better. And I'll get into further detail during the game about that. Well, I think Gage Ledoux, he is an X-factor. Uh, he's an H-back X kind of player on the offense, and I think that's by no uh, no fault or no not uh, a design situation. Uh, when he touches the football, good things happen, and I think last week that was uh, very evident up in Johnson City. But as we get closer to, to the start of this kickoff game, Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show obviously brought to you by those great folks at Kitchen Tune-Up, but a great roster of, uh, of sponsors here for Rebel Radio 2022. Twin City Certified in Maryville, your Game of the Week sponsor. Uh, Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon, all game day sponsors. Uh, Painter One, that'll be your halftime sponsor. Kitchen Tune-Up, 95.7 Duke FM, the radio home, the flagship for Rebel Radio. Uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing, all the roster uh, of... I think it's a star-studded roster of really good sponsors here in 2022. Yeah, and if you're ever at El Himador, get the House Habanero, Wayne. Remember that House Habanero sauce? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, you can add it to anything. And if you got to like heat, though. Uh, but uh, as we get closer, captains are on each sideline, respectively. Uh, but if you missed the beginning of the, the pregame show, uniform combination for both these squads. Uh, Cleveland will be in their home blue unis, white numerals, white football pants, blue helmets with a red center stripe, and a blue C outlined in red on either side. Maryville will come to Cleveland High School in what we call the salt and peppers, as it will be a white road jersey, red numerals trimmed in black, and there will be the gray football pants, red and black stripes on either side, and a traditional black football helmet with the Red Rebel script. So uh, excited about what that looks like. It's going to be good on this gorgeous uh, night of football. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, just to go along with my Pirates of the Caribbean, savvy uniform. Yeah, it's a, it's a sweet one. You know, and, and it's funny because really in a very traditional setting, Maryville uh, in the last few years has really uh, kind of opened the uni game a little bit. I don't I don't think they've worn – I think they may have worn the, the black uniforms twice 
and that's the only one that they've worn multiple times. But uh, looks like uh, the student section will uh, will bring the uh, the Blue Raiders onto the field. They'll have a Fridays are for the Raiders flag as well as each individual letter of the word Raiders, and they will come through what is a, I think, an attempted power C. Is that what they call that? Uh, but it's going to come through a, a C, and they'll get to the new uh, home side of this uh, this football field. Uh, this is going to be Ben Monroe Stadium, Benny Monroe Stadium here at Cleveland High School. But, Ben, it's, it's about football time. Yeah, and the sun is setting, so uh, there's just a few patches of sun on the football field for this football game. It's amazing. In the last two minutes, it tucked behind those trees, and we now can breathe life. It uh, it was smoking hot in here just a couple minutes ago. But your captains for tonight's game for Cleveland will be number 16, Drew Lambert, uh, number 71. If you look at the roster, not a 71 on the team. And then number four, Bennett Smith. And then for your Red Rebels, number 10, Caleb Dunford. Number 37, Drew Hare. Number 57, Hunter McCormack. And number 85, Caius Watts. Looks like Cleveland wins the toss. They will defer to the second half. So, uh, again, as we are in the home side of this one, uh, looks like uh, the Rebels will, looks like they're going to go left or right here. And a big shout-out to number 57, Hunter McCormack. I played football with his dad. He was a great football captain. Yeah, a really good bunch of captains out there for the Red Rebels. Like to spread the wealth there. Uh, as we get ready for this one, the the, uh, the uh, umpires, referees, uh, all those words fit. Uh, but they're at the, the midfield point just trying to set this one up and, and get their assignment there. Uh, Jeff Weaver's down there on the Rebel sideline. I'm sure you'll uh, you'll see a good quantity of pictures uh, here in the next few days. Yeah, he's going to have to keep Hippie in line. But, but leading into that, Wayne, balance and clean football tonight. Very important to play balance and clean football Four penalties last weekend for only 40 yards, and we won 42-14. So let's play balance and clean. Yeah, and I think they only had one penalty in the first half. I think that speaks uh, huge volumes uh, for what we hope to see here tonight. But they're uh, they're showing one minute on the, the Jumbotron here at Cleveland. Again, on the road, first road region game, and it's the 5-1 and one Red Rebels uh, taking on the 3-3 three and three Blue Raiders of Cleveland High School. Uh, but uh, as we're uh, going to close up here, the last few seconds of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show again, want to want to thank that sponsor and thanks all that listened to the pregame show. Uh, but uh, I guess what everyone's waiting on is about to take place, Mr. Mitz. Looks like deep for the Red Rebels is going to be number seven, Gage Ledoux. It's going to be number two, uh, DJ Gillens, and it's going to be it's going to be number eight, Cannon Johnson. Speed, speed, and more speed. Noah is not the center man this week. Kind of interesting. Usually he's the, the guy back center field. The white gloves go good with that uniform. I think any gloves go good with this uniform. But it uh, looks like I'm trying to get the kicker out uh, for Cleveland High School. Looks to be number four. That's going to be Bennett Smith. He's a 5'8", 145-pound senior. Clock has hit zero, so we should be near football time. Yeah, we talked about balanced football, Wayne, you know, 201 yards rushing and 213 yards passing against the Hilltoppers. Absolutely. Ben Moore, Bennett Moore will step it off. He'll uh, he'll stand at his own 31, and he'll kick the ball away at their own 40. And he eyes it. He kicks it, and it's football time in Maryville. As it's going to go deep, Cannon Johnson will take it at the four. He's going to get up ahead across the 10, 15, 20, 25, through some Blue Raiders up near the 30-yard line, and they're going to give him the 31-yard line on the return. Nice pickup by Cannon Johnson. Tackle made by number 25 for the Blue Raiders, Lamar Anders. You'll be hearing his name tonight. He's the 5'10", 205 senior linebacker. 
Yeah, north and south is what Cannon Johnson did, and it, and it proved uh, to be pretty advantageous, 25 yards on the return. It's going to be Matthew Clemmer bringing them to uh, the line of scrimmage. They're going to go in shotgun formation, have Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket, trips to the right. He's going to get a quick snap, hands it to Noah. He's going to go left. He's going to kind of be patient, push the pile forward, get across the 35 to the 36-yard line. Be a pickup of six on first down. Yeah, that play right there, they thought for sure that he would throw in the bubble wrap to Gage Ledoux because that's what works so well against the Hilltoppers. Gage Ledoux acts as the decoy. You go the opposite way, so compliments to the Blue Raiders to make that stop there. Yeah, nice play there. Uh, just a last piece, 10-2, and two, the Rebels' advantage here in this rivalry, looking to make it 11. Clemmer alone in the backfield and quickly, quickly flip it to Noah Vaughn. He'll get across the 40 and out of bounds at the 44-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Pass out in the flat, gets to the sideline. Micah Jordan, number one, the defensive back, 175-pound junior, makes the tackle. 11-16 to go here in the first quarter of play, and already a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Clemmer looks to the sideline. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. He'll have Gage Ledoux in the backfield with him. He's going to flip Gage from his left to his right. He'll stay in shotgun. Takes the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage Ledoux. Gage is going to get around the right-hand side and push the pile forward, get across midfield, and end the Blue Raider territory down to the 48-yard line. Runs in between the hash marks, number 25, Lamar Anders on the tackle. That's going to bring up second and two. That's going to be a nice eight-yard pickup uh, to get Gage Ledoux going. If your math works right, he's already about 10% toward a really good game. Just a healthy hog short of a first down. He's going to stay. Clemmer's going to stay in shotgun. He's going to look for the pitch play. He gets it to Gillens. Pitch play. He's going to get around right in. He's going to get across the 40-yard line and down to the Blue Raider 39. Needed two yards for the first down. He got about nine. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Gets to the outside, but guess whose number I'm calling again? Number 25, Lamar Anders makes the tackle. Yeah, I think going right at him, a guy that knows how to play sideline to sideline. Well, he's going to have to tonight. Clemmer's going to keep Gage Ledoux in there at the backer. Uh, he's going to be to the left-hand side of Clemmer's pocket. Going to have Dunford and Cannon Johnson to the right side of the formation. Going to have Eli Elkins. I think that's... Uh, I think that's Johnson up top. No, Zeke McCoy. They're going to flip it out. That's going to go to Eli Elkins, and the big body's moving, and he's going to get deeper into Blue Raider territory down to the 31. It's going to bring up second and short. Just throws, throws out in the flat. Remember, Brian Beard and D.J. Adams make the tackle. Staying ahead of the sticks, 10-0-2 to play in the first quarter and uh, in, deep into the territory of the Blue Raiders looking for that red zone. Clemmer's going to stay in shotgun. He'll have Gage Ledoux directly behind him. He'll take the snap. He fakes the handoff. Little bubble pass out in the flat to Gage. Gage going to get across the 20, cross the 15, cuts it back, gets inside the five-yard line, and he's wanting it all, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds at about the four-yard line. Gage is a guy that it's not going to It's going to take more than one Blue Raider to get him down. Nice little short out route. Gage goes all the way down near the goal line. D.J. Adams is doing everything he can to stop him. About rips his jersey off before he gives in. Yeah, yeah, Gage Ledoux really uh, bringing the power tonight. I uh, thought he did a good job of keeping his body over top of his feet uh, when he got to the hash mark not to push his momentum out, out of bounds. 9.22 to go. It's going to be first and goal inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Uh, another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Matthew Clemmer gets the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to get skinny, and he's going to push toward the goal line, and they're going to say he stopped short 
about the yard and a half, about a two two yard lines where they're going to spot him, and it'll be second and goal from the two. Just runs into the teeth of the defense there. Maddox Gallagher, number 55, led the tackling for the Blue Raiders. Yeah, I think they're uh, they're they're using a little thunder and lightning as as Gage Ledoux has touched it more in in this first drive than maybe he did in the first half a week ago. Uh, but now Noah Vaughn at the goal line, trying to bring the heat. They're going to stack Gage right side of the formation, two receivers to the left. Noah Vaughn will be to Clemmer's right hip pocket. He'll take the shotgun snap. He hands it to Noah yet again. They are in the backfield. It's going to be no gain on the play. Yeah, Dylan Harold got in the backfield, made a, just tripped up Noah there. Yeah, that's a nice play. Noah Noah just couldn't get started because uh, just a good push up front. So third and goal, they're going to say he lost a yard from the three. Got some big bodies coming in, Wayne. Yeah, I'm going to say you're going to see a hippo package here. Peyton Cooper, Caleb Graham checks in, uh, Zeke McCoy, and D.J. Gillins checks out. That's going to add about a, maybe 100 pounds to this line. Clemmer goes under center. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand to Noah Vaughn. Noah's going to push the pile. Second effort. Is he in? He's in, Ben. Touchdown, Rebels. Just add a little flank stake to that formation, get you a touchdown. Well, Noah Vaughn, the first effort didn't get it, but the second push, the, the just oomph push right there, got Noah Vaughn across that goal line, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed. It now reads the Rebels 6 and the Cleveland Blue Raiders 0. Anytime you stack Caleb Graham and Peyton Cooper up like that, you're just going to create a hole. Well, and, and give those guys some credit. They, they're they used to playing defense, using those hands all night. For them to be able to step in and get this done, that's a, that's a huge testament. But the Corbin Price kick is up and good, and the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebel 7, Cleveland 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. From the HEP Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Going down till the sun comes up. Welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Cleveland High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And, Ben, just like that, 9.53 to go here in the uh, first quarter. 7.53, I'm sorry. Uh, a nine-play, 69-yard, four-minute, seven-second time of possession. And uh, and the Rebels are on the scoreboard. A little. We talked about thunder and lightning, maybe sugar and spice, as Gage Ledoux and Noah Vaughn just peppered it down the field. Yeah, we talked about Gage Ledoux. He had those 99 total yards, 35 rush, 64 receiving with one touchdown against the Hilltoppers. Yeah, this is a, this is a, a concerted effort to run the football. And uh, one drive, one score, 7 to nothing Rebels. It's like it will be Preston Trenum to kick this one away. And he will go left to right. He will kick it. And that's going to be a little coffin kick. And they're going to fair catch it. Cleveland's number 7. And that's going to be L.J. Adams, a 6'2", 170-pound junior. And that's where Cleveland will take over at their own 40-yard line. That was the old wounded duck kick. Ball just goes up in the air and flutters to the ground. Yeah, you know, you, you, in the George Quarles area, you saw that a lot. They called it the coffin kick just because it was there was no return. Uh, it really put you in a bad spot, and there, there wasn't much you could do about it. A lot to think about when that ball's up there like that. Number 16, Drew Lambert will bring the Blue Raiders out, trailing the Rebels 7 to nothing. And uh, Coach Hunt wasn't lying. This is a big kid, 6'1", 200-pound senior. If he's left-handed, we're going to call him the hefty lefty. 
But number 16 is going to fake the handoff. He's going to do the pitch play to 22. Peyton Cooper not fooled about it. He's going to get a yard and take a big wallop on it. Glover Yawn, the uh, 5'10", 175-pound senior, ran a lot to get two. Yeah, he tried to cut up field near the hash marks. He saw Peyton Cooper cut down on him, and he said, I need to get out of the way. It was too late. Cooper just ran him over. Well, I think you, at that point you see 44 in your in your windshield. You just gotta you gotta get what you can get. Lambert's gonna get back to the line of scrimmage. He looks to the sideline again, trying to limit the adjustments. I will say this Cleveland team's a big one. Uh, number two on the outside, Rodney Broadnax. Uh, he's a, he's a player physically. Lambert's going to slap, and he's going to get the snap. Shotgun snap, going to look to get it to Broadnax. In and out of the hands of Broadnax, the intended receiver. And I think footsteps were heard as Cannon Johnson all over that route. Yeah, he did a quick he did a quick slant, and Cannon Johnson goes and gets him something to eat. Well, and I'll say Cannon Johnson, uh, number eight for the Red Rebels. He's 5'10", 180. Broadnax is 6'4", 210. 25 tackles, four tackles for a loss, 19 solo, one pick, and one forced fumble. A great corner. I say all that to say I'll still take Cannon Johnson. But uh, Drew Lambert, he'll be in shotgun formation, running back straight away, as he's going to have two receivers to either side. He's going to look to throw the football. Now he's going to have to flush the pocket. goes to the left-hand side. Now he's going to punch it out. It's going to get to number five, no, number six, and he's going to get into Rebel territory inside the 35 and down to the Rebel 32-yard line. That's going to be number six, D.J. Adams on the reception. Yeah, Frankie Diaz got in the backfield, and I think the linebackers felt like Frankie had him, and that opened up the middle of the field on that slant. I think when he rolled the pocket, really everybody collapsed on the keeper, and it allowed DJ uh, to get pretty wide open. But uh, was able to recover, get him out of bounds, uh, and ultimately a first down for Cleveland inside Rebel territory. Lambert will bring him back. Shotgun formation trips to the right, one to the left. He's going to take the snap, gives the handoff. I think that's going to be that's going to be number 23. He's going to get inside the 25, down to the 22. That's going to be Isaiah Davis, 5'10", 175-pound sophomore running back. Cuts through two tiers of the defense, and guess who's waiting on him? Number 18, Drew Wallace, to make the shoulder pad tackle to waste. And I'll say Ronnie Kalolawe, uh, he's a big offensive lineman there on the left side, and they went that direction all night tonight so far. Lambert's going to look uh, to the sideline, try to get the play. I know that's got to be weird when you flip the sidelines. That's typically the opposing side here at home. Lambert's going to get the low snap. He's going to hand it to Davis. An adjustment was made, and uh, that's Manicure Mania because he's going to catch him for about a yard loss. Just came in off the edge there and wraps him up, throws him to the turf. Nice play, Jason. And this is a this is a drive that you really got to take what you're seeing and make adjustments. And I think every play we're seeing a little bit of tightness here, a little bit of loosen here, and uh, and the Rebels are tuning it in. Yeah, and to compliment Marty Wheeler, he's trying to spread out these linebackers. 5:48 to go here in the first quarter. Rebels lead seven to nothing on the on the back of a Noah Vaughn touchdown. That's a fumble. Davis is going to kick it away, and the Rebels think they have it. Do they have it, Ben? They've recovered it. Turned them back and turned them over. Yeah, that was number 56, Brandon Husky on the fumble recovery. Yeah, Brandon Husky, where you need to be, when you need to be there, and he falls on the football, turns them back. Yeah, usually it's Caleb Graham recovering the fumble and getting a touchdown, isn't that right? Well, I think the difference here, Ben, was is when, when Lambert fumbled it, it kind of kicked it to, forward into that line of scrimmage. Isaiah Davis was there to get it, but I think he wanted to scoop it, and that's where Husky said, I just want to fall on it, and it went back to the Red Rebels. Clemmer quickly gets them out there, two receivers to the left, 
Two to the right. He's going to take the shotgun snap, flip it out in the flat to Noah Vaughn. He's going to get north and south. Now he's going to try to stutter step, gets across the 30, and he is fighting the defender to get up to the 33-yard line. 32, they're going to say he was down, but that's a nice pickup. Looks like it's going to be about a pickup of seven on the play. And uh, it's going to be second and three. Yeah, Noah Vaughn just lines up right next to Clemmer, rolls out to the left side of the field, gets the dump pass, and he's finally tackled by Brian Beard, number five, the defensive back junior. How emotional is that when you turn a team over when really uh, they had a really nice play call, they were moving the ball, and then all of a sudden on the flip of a switch, uh, you're back on defense. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap, gives the handoff to Gage Ledoux. He just kind of moseys through the offensive line and then turns on the Jets and picks up the needed yardage. Needed three, I think he got five. So it's going to be a first down Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, just a little bounce to the left, a little bounce to the right, and guess who's waiting on him? Number 25, Lamar Anders. Well, you know, I think there's a there's there's kind of a soft uh, side to a running back. You've got to have good vision. You can't just pound it in the back of your lineman, and I think uh, Gage Ledoux did a good job there. A little play action to Gage Ledoux. Clemmer wants to throw it. He's going to go long across the middle. Zeke McCoy in the area, and it's going to be well defended by number five. It's Brian Beard for Cleveland. Yeah, he stayed right in his back pocket there, Wayne. Yeah, I don't think that that was a good throw, good route. I just think Beard was, uh, he, he mapped it out pretty well. And I talked a little bit about it last week. I love that Zeke McCoy post route, and I love that Zeke McCoy out route. Well, what I love about the play in general is it tells this defense that's an option in this offense. And so uh, look for that to come back. If not, uh, if they don't respect it, uh, it'll cause some issues later. They're going to move Gage Ledoux in uh, to the left side of the formation. Clemmer takes a shotgun snap, hands it off to Gage Ledoux. He's going to spin move, get across the 40-yard line up near the 41. It's going to be a pickup of about three uh, there on, uh, I think that's, uh, I think that was uh, second down. Yeah, it goes in between the C-gap there, does the spin move. Anthony Davis goes, what kind of move is that, and makes the tackle. That's actually third down, the incompletion, the little run by Noah or by Gage Ledoux. Now we're third down. Let's make Dwight Price happy right here. Back on check here. So we're under four to play here in the first quarter. Rebels lead 7 to nothing as they've turned over Cleveland on their opening drive, trying to put on another score. Clemmer will have his full uh, his full accessories as he'll uh, give the handoff. No, he'll fake the handoff, roll the pocket to the right, flip it out in the flat to Gage Ledoux just long, and in and out of the hands of the junior backer. I think that was the same play that we got the big yardage in the previous drive, just a little high on the pass, and Gage didn't come down with it. Well, and I think it was just there was a lot of a lot of green in front of Gage, and I think Matt just uh, tried to hurry up and get it to him and just put a little bit too much juice on it. Incompletion will stop the clock, so with 3.34 to go, Rebels lead 7 to nothing. If you're just joining us, that score was a, a very nice Gage Ledoux and Noah Vaughn-led uh, rushing attempt all the way down the field on their first drive uh, for six. So uh, nice play there. Rebels looking to the sideline. You know, Brandon Husky had a great game against Science Hill. He had seven tackles, two for a loss against Science Hill. Looks like Maryville's going to take a timeout. Just to, I'm not sure if the headsets aren't working or what the dynamic is, uh, but as they take a timeout, let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 
It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Well, I got a chance here. Let me clear my And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and, and Rebel Radio on the road here. First road region game, and the Rebels out of a timeout uh, looking looking for a first down. Looks like they're going to be in pump formation on fourth down, and it will be, get this, it looks to be Corbin. It's going to be a fake. Noah Vaughn is going to try to get the first down, and Cleveland covers it about as well as you can, and it is going to be stopped short. That will be a turnover back to the Blue Raiders. Yeah, Camden Locker be number nine, not fooled on that play. Makes a nice tackle out of bounds. I will say Corbin did a great job selling that, kind of pitched the uh, the over-his-head kind of look, and uh, Noah Vaughn with the football going to the left. And uh, Cleveland, just give them some credit. They stayed home on it. Yeah, you had me fooled. I just dropped my head. Defense back out on the football field. Lambert will reset. Second drive for Cleveland. First one ended in a turnover. Looks like they're going to have Davis straight away uh, behind Lambert. He's going to have three receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to take the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop. He's going to uncork it and a little dead duck as I think he was hit prematurely to the throw. And Jason Manneker rocking that boat as uh, incomplete on the play. Yeah, Manneker comes in off the edge and says, let's feast, man. Well, and here's the thing: it's it, if you're a defensive end, or if you're an offensive, you know, tight end, or if you're a tackle, whoever's got to pick up Maniker, uh, you just really got to look at it. One, are you strong enough? And then two, are your feet quick enough to stay in front of him? And and, and in most cases, both answers are no. Mm-hmm. And Derek talks about how this team likes to run the football. It's good to get him uncomfortable back there. Three receivers to the left again. I think that's going to be a false start. No call. And they're going to flip it out in the flat to number one. He's going to try to get north and south. He gets across the 30-yard line, going to pick up a first down and into Rebel territory deep. It's going to be at the 26-yard line is number one. That's going to be Micah Jordan. Yeah, tackle made by Cannon Johnson. Give a compliment out there to Rodney Brodnax, the uh, wide receiver. He had a good block on Cannon there. Yeah, I think there was a false start there, but no call. And good job by Cleveland just continuing to play through the play. Looks like they're gonna they're looking to the sideline, get the play in. And Lambert will set the play. He's gonna have uh, he's gonna have one receiver to the left, three to the right. He's gonna have Davis straight away behind him. Cleveland with the football. So we're 2:43 to go here in the first. They're gonna flip it out in the flat number six on the reception, and he's gonna make the catch near the 15-yard line. He's gonna push down to the 14-yard line, and that's gonna be another first down, Cleveland. Yeah, I saw Hutton Jones out there giving a lot of cushion. Does a nice out route. Hutton Jones makes the tackle. Yeah, DJ Adams was the receiver, and uh, he's a, he's a nice player. If you look at any highlight films for the the Blue Raiders, he's gonna be in it. Corners are giving a lot of cushion. See, Broadnax again, uh, given uh, he's got Cannon Johnson on him, looks to be one-on-one coverage. 
No one shading in that direction. Going to be Lambert. He's going to give the play action. He's going to try to run it himself. He's going to go over the left side, and he's going to bowl his way near the five-yard line. They're going to say down at the six-yard line, just short of the first down. There you go, Ty Elder. He wasn't fooled on that one. He just waits midfield, drops his shoulder pad, makes a nice tackle. Drew Lambert, again, 6'1", 200-pound quarterback, and, uh, again, just went behind the big side of that, that Cleveland offensive line. And uh, got what he could get. And uh, near a first down, eight-yard pickup there on first down. Looking to the sideline. It'll be first and goal. Or, sorry, it'll be second and two inside the the ten. So it'll be at the six-yard line. And Lambert looks. Stacked up defense for the Rebels. They're going to move ten into motion. Lambert's going to tuck it and pull his own number again. He's going to get near the five. They may say he got to the four. But he's going to be punished getting those two yards. Yeah, he cuts back to the right side, gets finished by Jason Manneker and Jacob Richmond. I think they're going to say he got to the five and was down, so that's going to make it third and one from the five-yard line. Ouch. To take that kind of punishment uh, for one yard. But as it's uh, nearing a minute to go here in the first quarter, right now it's seven to nothing in favor of the Red Rebels, uh, but Cleveland looking to, uh, to get in on that scoring. No, no hurry here. As Lambert's going to take the shotgun snap against some movement there, no call. And I think he's going to be turned back, man. They're going to say, yeah, no gain on the play. It's going to be fourth and one from the five-yard line. Jason Maneker again back in there. And and I think this is this is a play of wheels here, Ben, as, as they're just looking to drive straight into the teeth of this Rebel defense, not looking sideline to sideline. So uh, we'll see what they call here. It looks like to be a timeout by Coach Marty Wheeler. And as Coach Wheeler takes one, let's take one with him. Uh, Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first First down to a touchdown. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here at the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, uh, not a timeout at the end of the first quarter. Coach Wheeler conceded the end of the first quarter, took it to the second quarter so they could flip field. So not a timeout. He'll he'll retain all three timeouts heading into the second quarter. Yeah, Jason Manneker is getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback on that left side. Ronnie Callaway is going to have to... Firm it up on that side. Yeah, first quarter stats uh, given to me by Mr. Ken Main. Seven to nothing is your quarter is your scoreboard score. Uh, but ultimately, you talk about balance in the first quarter. Rebels ten carries for 44 yards on the ground, 41 passing yards. Not not uh, not too shabby on the balance set side. 15 plays, 85 yards. The Blue Raiders 12 plays, 72 yards. But back at the line of scrimmage, Lambert's back out there, fourth and one from the five. Lambert will take the play. He will run his way near the four-yard line, and I think he needed a yard, and he may have gotten it. Nice run by the quarterback. Uh, Again, full head of steam, and they're going to say he moved the stick. So it's going to be first and goal from the four as we open this, uh, this second quarter. Brandon Husky going back there making a stop. 
11.45 to go here in the second quarter and uh, a new set of downs for the Blue Raiders as they're inside the Rebel Five. 34 tackles on the season for Brandon Husky coming into this game with 14 of those being solo tackles. See what they're going to do. Looking to the sideline again, trying to use some of this clock. They're going to kick Broadnax and two other receivers out to the left side of the formation. Lambert stays in shotgun with Harris directly behind him. He's going to take the snap, going to look to throw it. He's going to try to flip it out in the flat, and I think it's going to bounce off the turf, and it does. They're going to call it incomplete, and it's going to be second down from the three. Yeah, just an out route through it, just below the receivers catching catching hands there, incomplete pass. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't go back to that play again. In front of the defenders were there all three receivers, uh, so it's just a pitch and catch game at that point. I think Lambert would like to have that one back. Well, you're not getting it up the middle. You need to keep trying to pass the football. It's going to be Lambert. He'll bring another back in there with him. It'll be number nine. Uh, that's going to be Camden Lockersby, and it looks like they're going to go right off the right side. They're going to say he breaks the plane, and it's going to be touchdown Cleveland Blue Raiders. The Denzo scoreboard has changed. It is Maribel 7, Cleveland 6, and they will look to add the PAT. Good block up front there by Jostler Canales, number 63. Yeah, trying to get the, the number on that touchdown. It was number 23, Isaiah Davis on the touchdown, and it will be number 4, Bennett Smith, to attempt the PAT. Lambert will be the holder. The hold is down. The kick is up. And we are tied. The new scoreboard on the or the new score on the Denzo scoreboard, Maribel seven and Cleveland seven. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Cleveland High School. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, that last drive, nine plays, 42 yards, four minutes, 25-second time of possession. One to two on third downs and one one on fourth downs for the Blue Raiders. It's going to be it's going to be Bennett with the kickoff. Bennett Smith will be the kicker and deep for the Red Rebels. Now they do have Noah in there as the center fielder. And Cannon Johnson, Gage Ledoux deep. It's going to be Bennett Smith kicking away from the 40-yard line. It's going to be a nice kick end over end. It's going to be taken by Cannon Johnson. Cannon will get across the 10, across the 20, 25 near the 30-yard line, and that's where he'll come to rest at the 30-yard line. And it'll be first and 10 Red Rebels as they go right to, to left here at Benny Monroe Stadium. Good run by Cannon, eventually taken down by number 26, Alex Espinoza, the five foot seven senior, 185 pounds. Yeah, I like I like kicking to Cannon Johnson. You know, I think it's a pick your poison type kick away. It looks like he's not getting it to the end zone, so you got to pick who you kick it to. And Cannon's making them pay right now. First and ten, Clemmer gets in shotgun. He's going to take the snap, kicks it over to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn gets across the 35 and being lightning fast to the 39 yard line. Nine yard pickup there on first down creates a second and one. Yeah, taken out of bounds by Micah Jordan. What made that play happen on that outside? run there was Gage Ledoux laid a nice block Wayne. Yeah I love what uh, they do with that in and out play 
But it's going to have Gage or Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket, two receivers to the right. To the left, Maryville with the football, Clemmer takes the snap, flips it out in the flat, Gage Ledoux, he stops on a dime, pushes the pile, gets across the 40, and rumbles up near the 44-yard line. That was about four yards after contact, pickup of five on the play, and like I said, Gage Ledoux dancing for a first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Yeah, eventually taken down by number 25, Landers, but he gets a bubble route. Just follows McCoy there for a couple yards. Well, and I think, uh, again, kind of to the, the point that we're doing on defense, we're, we're stopping the run, clogging that center so much that legitimately it's going to give you those outside angles. So three receivers to the right, one to the left. Noah Vaughn to the right hip pocket. Fake the handoff to Noah, flip it to Gage Ledoux. See if he can get wide. Gets across the 45, cuts up across midfield and in to Blue Raider territory temporarily as he's going to be downed at the Blue Raider 46. We'll see where the penalty's at. At the point it was, it's out at the end of the run, so we're either talking uh, we're either talking blocking the back or we're talking some kind of personal foul. Yeah, they might get D.J. Gillins for a hold. Let's see. The Rebels are backing it up, so it looks like that will be the call. As, uh, it will uh, move the ball back to the Rebel uh, 37-yard line. The only benefit there is it was first down. Uh, 10-0-3 to here to go in this first half. Rebels and Blue Raiders are tied at seven. Clemmer's going to have trips to the left, one to the right, Noah Vaughn to his left. He'll take the shotgun snap. He'll fake the handoff to Noah, flat-footed stand. He's going to roll the pocket to the left, now back right. Going to try to get rid of it, wants to throw, and he's just going to chuck it downfield into the Blue Raiders' sideline incomplete. Just nothing doing downfield. Just give credit to Cleveland uh, for good, solid defense. Yeah, and give credit to the big men up front, Jay Adams, Alex Boyd, Cal Grubbs, Houston Rattledge, and Blake Heckman giving plenty of time back there for Clemmer. Yeah, second down and 18 to go. As, again, the Rebels go right to left here on Benny Monroe Stadium. Uh, really uh, just a nice uh, nice night for football as the sun's setting just, uh, just on the new home side here at Cleveland High School. It's going to be Clemmer taking the snap. Going to be a pitch play. No, a handoff to Noah Vaughn. And number 10 for Cleveland, that's going to be Lucas Zimborski. Uh, is going to stay home, and he's going to drop uh, Noah Vaughn for just a short game. Yeah, nice play by Zimborski. He's a weapon at tight end too, Wayne. Yeah, he's just a big kid. This is a, this is a big Cleveland team. Uh, they've just got a lot of beef, a lot of size to them. Uh, not sure that uh, it, it translates to speed, but when uh, you don't let speed get loose, uh, then size matters. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Be DJ Gillen's out there digging his feet in. Wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a pull here. It's going to be Noah Vaughn to the right hip pocket. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. A little three, five-step drop. Here comes Cleveland. He's going to have to clear it. He gets loose from the, the impending tackle, and he's going to chuck it downfield. And there was Noah in the area, but just too long for Noah Vaughn. Couldn't run under it. But uh, a late flag in here. Uh, we'll see what it is. That's interesting. There's two flags on the play, so I uh, wouldn't be surprised if we're looking at offsetting. Looks like we're going to be in pump formation regardless. So they're going to call it fourth down. Fourth down, 19 to go uh, at the end of all of that. And with 3.50 to go, Corbin Price will look to kick it away. And honestly, Ben, this is a this has been a really good uh, few minutes for Cleveland's defense. Uh, really, a lot of a lot of plays, a lot of variation thrown at uh, at Cleveland, and they've they've responded to this point. Corbin will drop it and kick this punt away. It's a nice one, and it's going to be fielded at the 30-yard line, and they're going to look to return it. No fair catch there as number 10 with the football, and he's going to wrestle his way up to their own 38-yard line and no further 
That's where Cleveland will take over first and ten. It looked like number 43, Jacob Richmond, was in on that tackle. Yeah, it's a it's a little dosy do right now as uh, we're really, um, you, you know, we're really trying to trying to see some things, uh, you know, see who's got the, the the break point here as it's 8:36 to go in the football game. Cleveland with the football uh, here, tied at home against the Maryville Rebels, three and three Cleveland. It's going to be Lambert with the football. He'll be in shotgun formation, trips to the right. Lambert takes the snap, hands it to Davis. Davis is going to try to go off left guard, and he's nothing much doing as he's going to pick up two on the play. It'll be second and eight. Tries to go up that C gap, and he's taken down by a host of Rebels. Yeah, just a, a lot of good front front side pressure. Uh, and I think, uh, again, Cleveland's trying to play this thing inside out as they'll run in some, and then they try to spread it wide, just really trying to move this defense uh, to create some space. Work took for them uh, in that last drive that scored. Yeah, you got to respect Drew Lambert. Last season, 12 for 23 in this game, 115 yards and a touchdown. Well, Lambert a year ago, not this comfortable in the pocket. This is a, a quarterback that's had some growth. Cleveland's going to take the football, gets it to number five. He's going to swing the play around side. He's going to get to the right-hand side and get upfield. And near the first down marker, they're going to say he needed eight. They're going to say he got nine. First down Cleveland, and that rush is by number five. That's going to be Brian Beard. Yeah, he shook off a tackle effort made by Cannon Johnson. Eventually, Ty Elder was able to bring him down. Yeah, Ty Elder, uh, a really good defender, uh, and, and his little brother uh, last night, uh, as we called those uh, those Little League Championship games, he's got a bright future as well. Future star for sure. As Lambert will stay in shotgun, he'll flip his receivers. He'll have three to the left, one to the right. It's going to be Davis. It's going to He's going to take the shotgun snap, a little two-step drop, flip, delivers it in the flat to 22, and he's going to get ahead forward into Rebel territory and down to the 40 three-yard line, and that's going to be be a pickup of about six there on first down and bring up second and four. Yeah, Cooper and Richmond tried to make a tackle on them and eventually brought down by Hutton Jones. Under seven to play here in the the first half, and uh, the Rebels and the Raiders tied up here. Lambert's trying to get the hard count, not going to get it. He looks to the sideline, a little adjustment to be made. Cleveland with the football as they drive left to right. Cleveland's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to roll the pocket. Lambert wants to deliver in the flat to number one. He does, and he is going to be met, stopped, and dropped by Cannon Johnson. And that was Micah Jordan who went head-to-head with Cannon Johnson. He hasn't watched much film. Sink me. Cannon Johnson stays in the flat right there. He almost dropped back because he thought the pass was going to happen. He makes a beautiful tackle right there in the flat. Well, here's the thing. Both kids broke down, and it was really just a battle of athleticism, and Cannon won that one. I I like that play. But as they're going to continue to move, it's going to be third and five upcoming for Cleveland. They look to the sideline trying to get the play in. Uh, Rebel defense, confident looking out there. As uh, You see Manneker, you see Frankie Diaz, uh, those guys, Caleb Graham, uh, just talking it through, kind of working the next play. Going to be Lambert's going to move his his receiver into motion. That's going to be 10, and then Lambert takes the snap for Cleveland. He's going to deliver in the flat to number one. He's going to try to get wide and can't do it, and he's going to be cut down at the 40-yard line, and that is going to be be number one, Micah Jordan, and we'll see. They say he picked up enough for the first down, nothing more than a football length, but but they're going to move the sticks. So first down, Cleveland, big play for the Blue Raiders. Made a catch over there, but he paid the price. He got tackled by Hutton Jones, and Cooper just finished the job. Well, I think it was good open field tackling. The problem was is he got the football right at the sticks. 
So, again, a tie ball game, seven apiece here, Twin City certified in Maryville game of the week as uh, the Cleveland Blue Raiders on the drive. The Rebels trying to turn them back. Late shift, Lambert's going to get the football, and we're going to see a flag on the play. Dead ball. We'll see if it's against the Blue Raiders. It is going to be a false start against Cleveland, and that'll back them up five. That's a nice little helper there. On first down, make it first and 15. Uh, as, uh, again, Cleveland looking to uh, – uh, they, they – uh, Maribel got the football, so Cleveland will get the football to open the second half. Uh, so they're looking to double dip here, finish off the first half well, and then get another opportunity at it in the second half. Lambert stays in shotgun. He's going to take the low snap, tries to flip it out in the flat. That's Broadnax, and he's going to get the reception and nothing more. And that's going to pick up the, uh, the penalty flag distance and a little more. It's going to be about a seven-yard pickup for Broadnax. Giving a lot of cushion over there, and they're just doing a little short end route right there and makes a nice tackle, Hutton Jones, number 12. Yeah, yards after catch isn't the issue. The problem is is there's there's not a lot of, a lot of battling to the football. And so we'll see if, if Lambert uh, continues to go that route or how they look to mix this up. Again, continue. It's a very heavy dose of that left side of the, the line, though. That's uh, That's interesting that they choose to do that. Lambert's going to have two running backs in the backfield with him. He's going to look to hand off, and he is going to give it away to, that is number 10. Uh, That's going to be number 10 for Cleveland. Lucas Zimborski uh, was a little play-action play, and everybody bid on Lambert, and Lambert paid the price for a ball he didn't have. Yeah, he gets out to the right side of the field, and Cooper and Sons truck and makes the tackle. Four minutes to go here in the second quarter. Again, Cleveland has churned this clock down as uh, right now, I think, this may be near the 10th play of the drive. It's a, uh, a long drive, just a, just methodical, no, no pressure here uh, as if you're looking at Cleveland sideline and Lambert uh, at the controls, uh, ice water. Lambert and Cleveland's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to three-step drop. Manneker's going to get in there, and they're going to quickly get it out to Micah Jordan. Micah Jordan gets clear, gets to the left-hand side, and walks his way out of bounds. Big pickup for the Blue Raiders as he's going to get inside the 15-yard line down to the 14-yard line. That's going to be a first down, Blue Raiders. You had a blitz call with the ends. The linebackers drop back. That opened up the middle of the field. They run a little drag route. That opens up the left side, and they get some big yardage. Yeah, Cleveland uh, having a, a nice look at it right here on this drive. And, again, Micah Jordan uh, not necessarily uh, lighting up their film if you look at the Blue Raiders, but he is uh, he's definitely uh, had an impact here in the second quarter. Yeah, had four receptions for 55, 54 yards last week against Walker Valley. If you're just joining us, uh, it is tied seven apiece, Raiders and Rebels here at Cleveland High School. And, uh, and looking for Cleveland, trying to turn them back if you're the Rebels. Lambert's going to give the handoff to Davis. Davis is going to get through the first line of defense and can't get past the second as he will get down to the 12-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of a couple uh, there on first down. It'll be second down, 10 to go from the 12-yard line. Tries to cut it up to the left hash mark there. Peyton Cooper makes a nice tackle. Let's see. Uh, again, this is a very much uh, don't give the football back to the Rebels. Uh, you see that very much. Uh, the Rebel defense, they're looking to play tempo, and you're just not seeing it. You have to 39 rushing yards and uh, 92 passing yards for the Red Raiders. 
Lambert's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to number 10. No, he's going to keep it. Pitches it to Davis. Spin move, and Davis pushes his way down near the 10-yard line. Nice misdirection there for Cleveland, but it's only going to net him a couple yards. It'll be third and five upcoming uh, for the Blue Raiders at the, the Rebel 10-yard line. Looked like number 35 made that tackle. Caleb Reeves comes into the ball game and trips him up. Yeah, just a lot of options. Uh, again, not a uh, not a workhorse just yet for the Blue Raiders. And uh, Lambert takes the shotgun snap. He's going to get the Raiders, or he's going to get the Rebels on the hard count, and he's going to get some free ones there. Offsides against the Rebels, and uh, at third and five, that should be a first down. Well, where is that, Ben? Well, either way, if they go half the distance, it's still a first down. Two minutes, five seconds to go. Again, Cleveland on the drive deep into Rebel territory. As we have a tie ball game, seven apiece here at Cleveland High School. Well, in this situation, I always know that Ken Maine's got my back, so we'll <laughs> find out here shortly. Ken Maine's got our got all of our backs. 2:05 to play here in the second quarter. Again, Lambert uh, it really has had a nice first half of football as he's uh, in control here of his offensive unit, and really uh, uh, just uh, he's got a short memory right now. They're going to call that after the penalty. They're going to call it short. And so it's going to be third and the length of a football as we're under two to play. You know me, Wayne. Let's line up at the buffet line right here. Make a stop. Uh, got to get up field. Again, a lot of options with Lambert. Can use his legs. And that's how he got the last four, last uh, short yardage play here. And it looks like they're going to use every bit of clock they can. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't take a timeout and think about it. And it looks like Lambert is edging his way toward the sideline. I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a timeout for the Blue Raiders. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and uh, and here quickly. Uh, after this next play, let's jump down to Mr. Hips. Hips, uh, what's going on down there? How's the sideline? Well, it's a tell of two cities. Uh, right now, there's a lot of momentum. Uh, right now, Cleveland has all the momentum. I mean, it's going to be a big play right here on third and inches. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. As uh, as Lambert's going to go under center, he's going to try to push the pile, and that big left side of the offensive line is going to push him all the way to the end zone. They say he breaks the plane. Touchdown, Blue Raiders. Now, I'll be honest, Ben, that's a statement play there. It was third and the length of a football from the five, and that left side of that offensive line pushes him all the way to the end zone. They had the push on that one. Just rolled him right into the end zone, and so number four, that's going to be Bennett Smith, will have the extra point attempt. Lambert will hold, so again, after that dog pile, uh, he's got to hold this football. 1.15 to go here in the first half. Again, Cleveland now takes the lead 13-7. to 
over Maribel. Lambert's going to get the snap, hold is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. So Cleveland now leads uh, the, the Red Rebels 14-7 here on their home turf. Uh, it's a, it, that's, a, that's a big statement, Ben. I, I think as Cleveland marched that football down the field, 11 plays, 61 yards, 7 minutes, 21 seconds, time of possession, uh, just really methodical. They knew what they wanted to do, and they were able to successfully just, just grind that football down the field. Yeah, and let's not forget that they gave us a penalty there, and they started at first down and long. Yeah, there, there was a couple miscues there, but I think ultimately if you if you look at the game plan, uh, they'll be happy uh, with where they've been. So, uh, again, Rebels got a snap and clear as they're going to get this with a 115 to go here in this first half. And I think uh, with the Blue Raiders, with the momentum and getting the football to open the second half, uh, you've got to see uh, you've got to see some play here. Looks like they flipped. Uh, looks like they're going to have Gage Ledoux, Noah Vaughn, and DJ Gillens back deep for the Rebels. So, again, uh, matching, matching speed for speed. Uh, I think the best place to kick this one is into the sideline. Going to be number four, Bennett. Uh, it's going to be Bennett Smith uh, to kick this one away. It will sit at their own 40-yard line. As uh, Cleveland's got to feel good, up 14 to seven on the visiting Red Rebels. And it's Smith to start this one away. He kicks it away. It looks like it is going to go to DJ Gillens. He's going to take it from the four-yard line and get behind his blockers. Gets across the 20-yard line, 25. Tries to get free, can't, and he's going to get up to the 28-yard line, and that's where the Red Rebels will take over first and 10. They're going to go right to left here on Benny Monroe Stadium, uh, and really, uh, and Ben, they've got an answer here. Yeah, they tried to get upfield right there. Camden Lockerbie makes the tackle. Got to make something happen on this drive here, Wayne. Well, I don't think it's the end of the game. I don't think, you know, you have to have that uh, take a ton of chances, uh, but I think you got to have some aggression here. Uh, it's going to be Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's going to flip it out in the flat. Noah Vaughn, he's going to get across the 30 and get out of bounds after a short pickup. It's going to be a pickup of three, maybe four, and he's going to get out of bounds and stop that clock. One minute remains here in the second quarter. Oh, reliable. Just a screen pass out there to Noah Vaughn to get some yardage. And I think it's just testing the bite of this Cleveland defense to see if we can open the middle. going to be two receivers to the left, two to the right. Noah's going to move into motion. It's going to be a three, five-step drop. He's going to f- deliver it out in the flat to Gage Ledoux. And Gage wants to get free, and he does get to the sideline, fights his way free to the sideline. And it's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, but more importantly, near midfield. Plenty of time in the pocket, makes a nice throw to Gage Ledoux, eventually tackled by Aaron Smith, number three for the Blue Raiders. First and ten, ball on the Rebel 48-yard line, again going right to left here at Cleveland. Matthew Clemmer takes the snap for the Red Rebels. He's going to look, and now he's going to roll the pocket to the left. Now he's going to have to try to get rid of it. Clemmer's going to chuck it into the Rebel sideline, and we're going to see if there's a flag on the play. Looks like they're going to talk about grounding. And I think the only reason that it's going to be grounding is because he didn't get it back to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be intentional grounding against Matthew Clemmer. Again, just uh, just a last-second choice to release it and just couldn't get it back to the line of scrimmage. Well, that was the design play to the left side to Zeke McCoy on the post route. It just wasn't there. Zeke tried to do a Lugo, uh, but it just, just wasn't there. That's going to be second and uh, about probably 
Interstate 75, as it's going to be second and about 25, and they're going to take the snap. Clemmer back there by himself is going to have to throw it. He's going to go right-hand side. He's going to get it out to Gage Ledoux, and he's going to be dropped inbounds uh, near the 36-yard line, and another flag on the play. Out route, right side of the field. Tackle made by 25, Lamar Anders. And there is a uh, there's a Cleveland Blue Raider pleading his case, and so must have not been it must have been pleading for the case as uh, it's going to go against the Red Rebels, and they'll uh, they'll back up yet again. Let's see if they actually accept the penalty. Twenty nine seconds is what remains. You want the penalty or you want the downs? And now they walk to Cleveland's sideline to see what he wants. 14-7 is your score. Cleveland in front of Maryville, 14-7. 29 seconds to go here in the second quarter. By the looks of it, they picked up the flag. No, no movement. I think they're going to take the they're going to take the down. His hands on it. And now they're going to mark it off. So they get back on the football just to separate and mark it off. So it's going to go back uh, to the 27-yard line. Uh, so I'm really testing my math here as it is going to be 20, let's say, third and a long way. We're going to move receivers left to right. It's going to be Gillins and Cannon Johnson uh, to the left side of the formation, Zeke McCoy to the right. They're going to stack Gage Ledoux standing up. And I have Noah Vaughn to the left hip pocket. Clemmer takes the snap. Going to fake it, give it to Noah Vaughn, sees if he can get free. He's going to get to the right-hand side and shoestring tackled about the 32-33 yard line. Short pickup there, and the clock hits zeros. I think, again, a, a long conversation at the half is in stow, but, uh, again, the Red Rebels have two quarters to right the ship here at Cleveland High School. We head to halftime. Don't miss the Painter One Halftime Show. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s 
Com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Two quarters in the books, two more to go. Up next is the Painter One Halftime Show on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. Don't you dare touch that dial. This should be good. Welcome back to Rebel Radio here inside the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, uh, and Ben, what a first half. Just a real tussle here at Cleveland High School. The Blue Raiders swinging heavy here in the first two quarters of play, and they carry a 14-7 lead into the half. Yeah, my initial reaction, just looking at the stats Kane, Ken gave us, you got to get... You got to get off the feet. You got to get off the field, and then you got to convert on first down. So, 0 for 3 on third down conversions. 0 for 1 on fourth down conversions for Marable. Flip that to the other side with the Blue Raiders. 3 for 4 on third down conversions. 1 for 1 on fourth down conversions. Yeah, and I think you couldn't have said it any better. Just really a, a kind of an even scoreboard look. But when you look at third and fourth down conversions, just uh, heavily in the favor of the Blue Raiders. But as we jump down to our sideline reporter, uh, Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, uh, uh, again, uh, a lot of emotion probably going into the half. But uh, what do you see from the Red Rebels? Uh, yeah, guys. I mean, it, it was a tough first half. You know, you got to give give props to, uh, you know, Cleveland, they played an incredible half. No no penalties on them. Uh, did everything they could. You know, they controlled the clock. Ran a lot of clock. I don't know the time of possession, but it feels like Cleveland had it for a majority of that first half. And, you know, uh, Maryville just made a couple of mistakes, a couple penalties, timely penalties. They hurt them there. You know, of course, there's one thing about Maryville football we know. They're going to come out a whole lot tougher in this second half, and uh, I think it's going to be a tale of two halves. Well, we sure is. We sure hope so, Chris. What's the what's the heartbeat of the sideline as as that uh, that drive probably didn't end the way they wanted it to, uh, but really, what uh, how are they? What emotions showing on the sideline? Well, you know, the defense are a little you know tired. You can tell they've been out on the field a lot. But I heard the offense say, "Don't worry about it. We're going to get it back. We're going to get it back." You know, the offense is you know trying to lift the defense up. Defense is trying to lift the offense up. Like I said. I know Coach Hunt and them guys in the in the uh, locker room are probably gonna, you know, light that fire. And like I said, this second half, I think it's gonna be a tale of two different halves. Yeah, I, I like the I like the optimism, and I think really there will be some nice adjustments made here in the second half. We'll come back to you, Hips, at the end of halftime for the Coach Derek Hunt interview. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, Hips talked about it a little bit. They've, you know, and Derek Hunt talked about it in the pregame. He's gonna play four down linemen. He's gonna muddy the box and and shut down Noah. 
And Noah right now has only 36 yards rushing on 10 attempts with the one touchdown. Yeah, I think uh, really it's it's made it, a, I don't want to say an ugly football game because I think they're, they're executing at a high level. So I don't want that to be taken uh, out of context. But, yeah, you look at it, uh, it's not an impressive stat line when you look at yardage. 15 carries, 46 yards. I'm not a mathematician, but that's not not near uh, two yards a carry. So, uh, again, not, not necessarily explosive numbers, but they continue to get first downs. They make plays when they need to. Rebels have given them a couple first downs. I think that's that's key here in the first half. Four penalties for 40 yards. That was the entire game uh, a week ago. But I think you hit on a really high high point there for Cleveland. Three of four on third down conversions, one of one on fourth down conversions. And really, the statement of the half, to my in my opinion, is that push of the quarterback, Lambert from the five to the end zone. Uh, that offensive line uh, they did their job right there. Yeah, you and I both are not mathematicians, but we know we know for a fact three <laughs> of four on third down, one of one. That means they've converted every time on third and fourth down and two for two on the red zone. Yeah, and, and really just like I said, nothing nothing spectacular, nothing fancy. So we'll see the adjustments that the Red Rebels make. Uh, but if you look at individual stats here through first half, again, stats provided by Ken Main. Ten carries, 36 yards, and a touchdown for Noah Vaughn. Gage Ledoux, two carries, 13 yards. And D.J. Gillins, one carry for nine yards. Matthew Clemmer, eight of 12 for 73 yards. No touchdowns here in the first half. Uh, Gage Ledoux, five catches in the receiving category, 54 yards. Noah Vaughn, two catches for 11 yards. And Eli Elkins, one catch for eight yards. Uh, if you look at kickoff returns, they've they've actually kicked it to the Red Rebels every time here tonight. Uh, Cannon Johnson, D.J. Gillins getting most of the work. Uh, again, Cannon Johnson with two returns, D.J. Gillins with one. Yeah, and you're getting that all-purpose yardage with Gage Ledoux. He had that nice 26-yard catch, uh, 54 yards receiving, and, and like you mentioned, Wayne, 13 yards rushing. Yeah, so I think, uh, again, just steady as you go. Uh, continue to, to play your football game. I don't think it's red-button time just yet, but I think there is some work to be done uh, as we come out of the second half. But uh, uh, a lot of good things to get to. Uh, we're going to do that here on the Painter One Halftime Show, but let's take a break, listen to these nice sponsors. When we come back, scores from around the area, and we'll again talk about what the second half has to look like here for the Red Rebels. You're listening to 95.7 Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group 
the right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Broadcasting from the HEP Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, uh, uh, again, Ben Metz, uh, as we, uh, we are as shocked as anyone here at the half, it is 14 for the Cleveland Blue Raiders, 7 for your Maryville Red Rebels. And, uh, and really just uh, we've talked about it at the half. You know, the Bearden game, very similar, kind of sloppy there in the first half, and then came out in the second half, really tuned some things up. So we can hope to see that here tonight. But scores from around the area, uh, what's going on in East Tennessee? So here are the scores from around the area. William Blunt, 7, Westridge, 7. And that is in the second quarter. Anderson County, second quarter against Carter, 28 to nothing. Farragut at halftime against Hardin Valley, 35 to nothing. Let's see. Carnes and Lenore City are tied at 15 in the second quarter. Oak Ridge and Powell tied at 7 in the second quarter. Walker Valley and Ray County, Six to seven in the first quarter. Looks like a lot of scores not being represented right now on Coach T. But uh, as we uh, as we look away uh, again, uh, got a message there from Coach Burns again, the tennis coach there at uh, at Maryville High School, and uh, and he is on I forty West, uh, headed toward the the middle schools tennis state championships and uh and we wish him all the best it says checking in from i-40 west headed to clarksville for the tmsaa usta tennis middle school state tennis championships he's on the tune in app 95.7 duke fm keep it in between the mayonnaise and mustard coach yeah he likes that one (laughs) he likes that one but uh but yeah absolutely uh we're looking at uh, we're looking at this football uh, football scores Heritage and Knox West again a future opponent of the Red Rebels and they're all over Heritage 34 to zero. What where is that uh, in the game? Is that a second quarter score? It is. And it looks like the uh, the Blue Raider marching band is on the field. I'm going to do their halftime show. They have uh, I will say a very strong sound system here uh, at Cleveland High School. Is uh, the press box kind of shakes. I'm going to give a little shout-out to the sponsors here. Again, the 2022 roster of sponsors, uh, very strong. Twin City Certified in Maryville, your Game of the Week sponsor. Uh, Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon. Uh, game Day sponsors, Painter One. Again, this halftime show sponsor, Kitchen Tune-Up, is who brought us the uh, pregame show. 95.7 Duke FM, Tw- Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, uh, it will be Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing, and all great, uh, great sponsors here in 2022. 
Yeah, really appreciate everybody for all their support. Yeah, really uh, looking into the second half, Ben, what, what do you hope to see, uh, I guess, from the Red Rebels? Uh, really, Hips talked about the adjustments, the really good coaching that happens uh, here uh, on this on this football field and in this program. Uh, but really, uh, brass tacks, what's got to happen for the Red Rebels? The one word that comes to mind is conversion. And, and we talked about it as we started the halftime show. You've got to convert on third down. You've got to get some of those tough yarded yards. And then flip side of the ball on defense, you got to stop them on third down. You can't allow them to get that first down on fourth down. Yeah, I think those are those are really strong keys. I, I really think, you know, you you got to continue to – you can't abandon the run game. I think the advantage of having a Noah Vaughn is just that. You've got to have that – uh, that consistency to make them respect that, but I think there is there is going to have to be a throw game. I think Matt Clemmer a week ago uh, tucked it and ran a few times. He hasn't done that tonight, uh, so I think uh, the kitchen sink. If it's on the bus, it needs to get out here now. Yeah, and you said it, Wayne, about playing clean football. Those four penalties for 40 yards, you know, against Science Hill, we had four four penalties for 40 yards, and we won 42 to 14. Yeah, and and the 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 Blue Raider band is is out on the football field. And sorry, I'm I'm in, I'm kind of enthralled. They have a a prop uh, that's pretty, I'm gonna say pretty extra as uh, they're they're still putting it together. So now I'm invested. I've got to I've got to see how this turns out. But uh, as as we do that again, they're they're here in front of their home crowd uh, again, marching this thing. Like I said, probably gonna go to contest here. Either have been to contest or will go tomorrow. And so, again, uh, interested in watching this field show. But we're going to take another break here in the Painter One Halftime Show. You're listening on 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Folks, want the best possible mortgage rate in terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and operated. We're part of your community. And when you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, at 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500 or text VOLUNTEER to 33655 NMLS 1641325. It's barbecue time in Maryville and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top-shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Thunder. Thunder. And 
welcome back here in the Painter One Halftime Show on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, uh, and Ben, uh, we, it goes without saying, I, I don't know if you follow us on social media, no, but if you don't, we're about to tell you about it. Last night we had a really cool opportunity. Uh, we went to Everett Field, was able to, on Facebook Live, call the, uh, the Little League Championships. We called the Little Rebs, the Southerners, and the Rebs. Uh, Little Rebs kind of ran into a buzzsaw against Alcoa. Southerners get the championship, and uh, and the Little Rebs knock off Greenback to win the, the championship there. Great seasons by all three programs, all coaching staffs, really class acts all season. And uh, and just when the, when the hardware was on the line, uh, the Maryville system was uh, was represented. Yeah, and it represented the end of so many so much hard work that was put into a long football season for those young men. Um, the coaching staff that would devote four to five days per week, the parents that put all that time into their kids, and, um, and, and you know, of course, the players. You know, the players really showed it. Um, and so it was, it was a great opportunity for us to call the game for those kids. Well, and, and it was cool because, you know, it was supposed to be tomorrow at Alcoa, and just with the storms impending, it's kind of one of those uh, we don't know what the weather's going to hold. Looks like maybe there's a chance that it would have been okay, but, again, credit Chris Clark, Park and Rec's group, uh, for really making a decision to be proactive versus reactive and uh, put the games at Everett. It was a very close environment uh, for the first game. We're, we're on the home side. Uh, we're amongst the people. And, uh, and, and just had an opportunity to meet a lot of good parents, had an opportunity to talk to some coaches. Coach Jabari Davis uh, was up there just talking to us. Again, knew we did Friday night, but uh, he just kind of didn't notice we were going to be there. And uh, he does a lot of great things for the community as well. But a fun night of football. Uh, again, two out of the three champions are, are clad in red and black. And uh, and it's just uh, it's just fun. It's it's a program that it's wait till next year. You know, there's always even though they they hoist the gold ball last night, Coach Joey, Coach Larry Hodge is probably already thinking about what the roster looks like a year from now. Yeah, and it was fun seeing some of the Rebels' younger brothers playing. Like Gage Ledoux's younger brother was playing. Yeah, Blaze, uh, yeah. Uh, Will Elder uh, was uh, Ty's younger yeah, brother. Ty, or, yeah, yeah. And uh, you had um, uh, let's see, you had Hayes Davis, Price Davis's brother. Yeah, and that's just to name a few. There, there may be more on there. But uh, also you saw Mike Mathea. Uh, he's, a, he's a coach uh, on, on the, those crews and really uh, still has that fire that he had a couple years ago when he played for the Red Rebels. And so just the fact that he comes through the program, finishes his high school career, and then just has the wherewithal to, to pour back into these young kids. Uh, it was a great night. Like I said, uh, took a couple minutes here uh, just to share how fun that was. But I, I said all that to say, again, we did that on Facebook Live. So if you like what you're hearing here, you want to know where we're going to be, how things are going to happen, follow us on social media. You can search on any platform, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you can search Rebel Radio MHS and you'll find us. Yeah, get that app, download it. Yeah, and then if you, you just want uh, you want some more of the Duke, if you like what you heard before we, we got on air tonight or, or even what's going to come on when we go off, uh, just download the 95.7 Duke FM app. Uh, just search uh, Duke Knoxville, uh, and you can get the, uh, the app on your phone. And then also it's on Alexa. Uh, it's on the TuneIn app. It's on iHeartRadio. Uh, there's, there's really, if you want it, 
you can get it with Duke. So uh, I think it's a it's a fun place to be, and again, we're excited uh, to be a part of it. But as uh, as they look to finish up this field show, we're going to take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to hear what the coach had to say coming out of the half. You're listening to Rebel Radio ninety five point seven Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. And welcome back into the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and we're going to kick it to the sideline where Chris Hibbs is with the head football coach of the Red Rebels. Coach, how's it going? Hey, guys, I got Coach Hunt down here. A very hard fall first half. Uh, what kind of adjustments are you wanting from the guys in the second half? And, you know, what was your message at halftime? We just need to play harder, you know. Uh, just not not real great effort, um, obviously not executing. And so, uh, you know, we got to play harder. We need to we need to establish a run game and get off the field, make them go 80 yards. And so uh, we got a long way to go. Gonna have to, it's going to be a dogfight. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Hey, and Chris, uh, I think uh, there's some uh, there's a healthy dose of accountability discussed at the half, and uh, and coach doesn't mince words. Uh, it's got to play harder. I like I like the enthusiasm. I like the intensity. Yes, sir. Like I said, I saw him talking to the guys walking out of the halftime. He told him, "Hey, guys, be ready to go. We got another whole half to play." So, like I said, it's a tell of two tapes. Well, and I think you look at it. Uh, thanks, Chris, for the sideline report. But uh, as uh, as you look at it, Ben, you know it really is. I mean, you're only you're only as good as that last drive, and you're just one score down. Yeah, Cleveland gets the football, but on their first drive of to open the game, you turned them back. So this is not uh, any level out of hand. It's just uncharacteristic of the Rebels. You're used to seeing a, a lot more uh, explosiveness, uh, kind of dominating, if you will. And so this is a different look. But, again, adversity breeds knowledge and, and kind of makes your team grow uh, in real time. And so we're going to see what that looks like. Yeah, and Coach Hunt added a word that we didn't use at halftime is execution. So conversion, execution, we talked about the stat sheet at halftime. Very similar on both sides until you get down to those third down conversions, those fourth down conversions. Who wants it more on that line of scrimmage? Who wants to win this ball game? And that's that's the message that he gave at halftime. Yeah, they, they are meeting there about the 15-yard line on the left side of Benny Monroe Stadium. And uh, and, and Coach Hunt's going to step out and let them finish it, and they'll quickly get to the sideline. But, uh, Ben, the Blue Raiders break the huddle. They'll get to their sideline. So each team hits the sideline respectively. And uh, we're about to have second-half action uh, here at Cleveland High School. Again, it's how you respond, not what you've put on tape the first two quarters. Yeah, and I think with Coach Marty Wheeler, he's coming out of the locker room and saying, let's just keep up the intensity. We've got them on their heels. Keep keep up the intensity. Yeah, and, and again, uh, uh, the first night here on the road in region play. So, again, a little uh, there's a lot of differences in what tonight is versus the future, but uh, it's the last night before fall break. So, again, just trying to corral the next uh, 24 minutes uh, to, try to try to get out of here with a victory going to be Corbin uh, Price. No, that's going to be Preston Trenum uh, out to kick this one away, 94. And uh, he will uh, kick it away from his own 40-yard line. 
Uh, they're already out on kick formation, so I think this team's uh, ready to respond. I like the body language on the sideline. The starters are getting fired up. The sun is down, the wind is up, and so the temperature is dropping here in Cleveland. You see the flag out there uh, pretty much uh, staying, staying uh, blowing, and so this is, uh, this is one to watch here. As uh, It was blazing hot in the press box to start the game, but as the sun has fallen, temperature's dropped. Twelve minutes on the clock. Looks like they're getting to position. It's going to be deep for Cleveland. It's going to be a little stack set. They're going to have Broadnax, and looks like they're going to have D.J. Adams. Preston Trenum approaches. And it's second half here from Cleveland High School. A little squiver is going to go. He's going to be taken at the six-yard line. That's going to be Broadnax. Gets it across the 20. Tries to get left and right. Runs into his own guy. And he's going to get chopped and dropped at the 22-yard line. think he wanted more there, Ben, but uh, his blockers just stopped, and he ran into the back of them. Yeah, not much. To, not much. Nowhere to go. Nothing doing, nothing doing as Cleveland's going to come out on offense. Uh, they'll go left or right here at Benny Monroe Stadium. Uh, if In reference, they will head toward the Bobby Scott Fieldhouse. It's going to be Davis in the backfield. Again, Lambert at the controls. He'll stay in shotgun formation for Cleveland. He'll have three receivers to the right, one to the left. First and 10, ball on their own 22-yard line. He takes the shotgun snap. He's going to keep it, go left-hand side. Wanted to pitch it. Now he's going to have to cut it back inside and get what he can get. And he's going to pick up, looks like, about three yards on the keeper. It's going to be second and seven. Number 71, Maddox Stott on the tackle. Peyton Cooper made a nice cut to prevent him from getting to the right side. He had to cut up the middle of the field. Maddox Stott makes a nice tackle. Lambert quickly gets him back in formation, but then will look to the sideline to get the play. Looks like... Micah Jordan will uh, will kind of mosey out there to the left side of the formation. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Maddox Stott had six tackles last week against Science Hill, five of those being solo. Looks like the play clock is non-functional at the moment, so we'll just hope that uh, somebody's got a wristwatch. They're going to hand it to Micah Jordan. He's going to come in the sweep play, and he is going to pile his way into first down territory up to their own 36-yard line. He needed seven. He got 11. Toss to the right side, eventually gets knocked down by Peyton Cooper. He's a speedster, got that ball with full motion as he came across the formation left to right and then just knew when to cut it up. They're going to have two receivers to the left. We kick one out to the right. Looks like it's going to be it's going to be 10 Zimborski and it's going to be number 2 Broadnax to the left and it's going to be Adams to the right. Cleveland with the football in shotgun formation, two receiver or two running backs to either side. They're going to hand it off to Davis, and he is going to run in to Mr. Isaiah French. And uh, Isaiah Davis meets Isaiah French, and uh, it's going to be uh, a battle of wills there, just a pickup of a couple. Second down, eight to go. Uh, ball on the Cleveland 37-yard line. Jacob Richmond also in on that tackle. Nice play. 39-yard line. A little extra on that one. Lambert still at shotgun, wanted the hard count. Marable did not bite. And he'll look to the sideline and adjust the play. Trips to the left, one to the right. He'll have French, or he'll have Davis straight behind him. He's going to look to throw the football. It is going to be short of the intended receiver, Broadnax. It's going to be incomplete. Third and seven upcoming. 
Yeah, at the last minute, Coach White made an adjustment there, dropped the corners back a little bit to play a little bit of coverage. Drew Wallace cuts down field, and they've got to throw the ball to the ground. Well, I think Lambert's a good quarterback, so if you stay in the same formation, I think he can he can kind of dissect a little bit. So I think what Coach White's bringing is a little bit of misdirection, a little bit of disguising of blitz, and, uh, and, and just making Lambert have to be perfect here. It's going to be third and seven. Big play here for Cleveland, but a big play for Maryville. Lambert's going to take the high snap. It's going to be a bull rush. They're going to get him. Can they get him down? And they do. That's a huge play by Caleb Graham. Staying home, driving the feet, and gets the quarterback sack. Huge loss for Cleveland. And Ben, it's fourth down. They brought the house. Everybody got back there. That's going to be a 12-yard loss as Lambert continued to try to get free, get free. But he was going the wrong direction. And Caleb Graham planted him like a daisy. Peyton Cooper went airborne. Nine minutes, 16 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And Cleveland in punt formation. That's going to be four. Bennett Smith, again, he is a he is the specialist for Cleveland High School. It's going to be a floating kick and uh, or a floating snap, and he's going to get it and punt clear. And uh, Jax Kirby will take the fair catch at the Rebel 46-yard line. So that's going to be first and ten Red Rebels as they go right to left here at Benny Monroe Stadium. Guess what, folks? First punt of the game for the Cleveland Blue Raiders. Well, I, I like the defensive presence. Uh, a lot of fundamental, just up-front play, but also some disguise, some some late movement. Uh, I just think it, it made Lambert really have to think through this. Clemmer's going to take a shotgun snap from Maribel. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. Noah splits the defenders. He's going to stay on his feet. He gets across the 40, across the 35, and rumble down to the Blue Raider 32-yard line. First big play of the night for Noah Vaughn, hopefully not the last. 22 yards on the pickup, first and 10 Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Cuts through two levels of the defense and uses his fingers to stay up, eventually taken down by number five, Brian Beard. Clemmer with the shotgun snap quickly back to the line, hands it back to Noah, and the legs, they are a-churning as he's going to get inside the 30-yard line down to the 29. It's going to be a pickup of about three on the play, and it's going to bring up second and seven. Way to get some push down there, 72, Houston Ratledge making that hole for him. Well, continuing to, to pound the middle, just watch the sweep play. Uh, watch the little dump pass in the flat. So it's, it looks like they're going to they're gonna check out Noah Vaughn. They're going to ca- check in Gage Ledoux. He'll be the running back to the right hip pocket of Clemmer. He'll have uh, Zeke McCoy to the left. He'll have Cannon Johnson and D.J. Gillins to the right side of the formation. Clemmer of Maryville will take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Gaze Ledoux. He's going to try to get skinny and push the pile, and the offensive line is going to try to help him. And he's going to get down to the 27-yard line. Going to pick up a couple, and it's going to be third down. A-gapper just runs it right there, right behind Caleb Grubbs, and number one, Micah Jordan, leads the tackle for the Blue Raiders. 7.32 to go here in the third quarter. Cleveland leads the Rebels 14-7, but Maryville with the football and deep in Cleveland territory. Third down and five upcoming. Again, no man's land. This is two down territory. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's going to pitch play to Noah Vaughn. Noah's going to turn on the Jets. He's going to push the pile, get inside the 20-yard line, down to, they're going to say he was out at the 20, but not before he got another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. It's a little Ladu blocking and a little McCoy blocking on the left side there. Nice seven-yard pickup to gain the, to get the first down. Uh, that is the uh, that's the first third-down conversion of the night. Uh, tell the two halves. 
And it's starting already. Matthew Clemmer will check the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Noah Vaughn in the backfield. He will get the handoff, and he'll push the pile just straight ahead, and he'll get inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone down to the Blue Raider 18-yard line. Eventually brought down by number 65 for the Blue Raiders. That's uh, Anthony Davis. Doing a little inside out. Noah thought he was going to check out of that one, but he'll stay in. So Noah and Gage will be in on this one. And they're going to have two receivers to the right. It looks like they're going to stack Gage Ledoux up to this left side of the formation. A little, little scat back. I wouldn't be surprised to see the pitch here. It's going to be Clemmer with the shotgun snap. Now they're going to pitch it to Noah Vaughn. He gets in full motion, gets to the 10, stutter step, bowls over a Blue Raider and rolls down to the six-yard line. That's first and goal, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Did you see that? Yeah, Zimborski paid the price, but compliment Cal Grubbs. He made some good blocking there, too. Well, and, and give uh, give Noah Vaughn the credit he deserves. A little give and go there. He was at full gallop, full stop, full gallop, all in about three steps. And Noah's going to take it up the gut. He's going to cut through the end zone, and it's going to be a touchdown, Rebels. And the Denzo scoreboard has changed. The faithful get what they desire. And, and Noah Vaughn, uh, again, just a guy who uh, runs angry right there. Uh, he cuts through that initial line of defense, and I don't think anybody else wanted to touch him. It's going to be a six-yard pickup to score the touchdown, and Noah Vaughn, ladies and gentlemen, has announced his presence. 13-14 to 14 is the score right now. Corbin Price looking, looks to even the score. It's going to be Dunford to hold Price to attempt. It is going to be up and good. Good pressure by Cleveland there, but Price able to get it through. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 14, the Cleveland Brew Raiders 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to Rebel Radio, the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Uh, looks like there was a penalty on the point after attempt, so Corbin Price has to make it true, and he does it again. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads 14 for the Rebels and 14 for the Blue Raiders. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Uh, ben, uh, that's a statement drive right there. Really handed to zero, let him pound his way through. But I'm going to say that's a, that's a statement drive for that offensive line. Kind of got pushed around a little bit in the first half. Uh, they own that drive. Yeah, and I think about setting the table before you eat on that drive. So you, you start running the ball up the middle of the field on first and second down, and guess what that opens up? That opens up the left and right side of the field, and you start working your way down the field. Well, and I thought, uh, again, Noah Vaughn found a gear in that drive uh, that really allowed him to uh, to make people commit and over, honestly overcommit, uh, and he could just run right past them. But the Rebel faithful are up on their feet. 
having them a good night tonight. Looks like the student section's traveled pretty well uh, to, uh, to to Cleveland High School here tonight. It looks like it's highlighter night as everybody is uh, is in their uh, fluorescent colors. Can be mistaken as T dot workers. Uh, either that or uh, yeah yeah or they've been around radiation. Either way, uh, but looks like uh, Preston Trenum is uh, is going to. Uh, Kick this one away, and looks like deep for Cleveland will be Adams and Broadnax. And that's going to be a long kick, and it is going to go into the end zone, and that's going to be a touchback. You know what I want to see, Wayne? I want to see that punter again. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that's uh, if you see him uh, more times than you see the, the chains move, that's going to be a good half for you. I think that's, uh, that's good, uh, good thinking, Ben. But uh, they're going to get back out on the offensive side. They'll start this drive from their own 20-yard line, going left or right here at Benny Monroe. Uh, the wind in their face uh, as the American flag across the way is blowing, uh, again, right to left. It's going to be Lambert in the backfield. Two, re- two running backs back there with him, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Going to get the hard count. No, he's going to hand it off to Davis. No, he pitches it, and it's going to be the pitch play, I believe, to number 22, uh, that's going to be Glover Yawn, and he's going to get around the left side, and uh, they're going to say he loses a yard. That's going to be a one-yard loss on the play. Yeah, pitch out to the left hash mark there. Drew Wallace wasn't fooled. He comes running down, makes a nice tackle in the backfield there. And I'll uh, I'll give a shout-out to Cleveland High School. Again, if you listen to us on Facebook Live last night, little numbers on little jerseys, they have huge jerseys and maybe even bigger numbers. Lambert's going to take the snap. He's going to look to uncork it. He gets it to Broadnax in the flat. He's going to get it at the 28. I think he's going to fall ahead forward to the 29. He's going to bring up, I believe, third and one. Uh, third and short upcoming for Cleveland, but a lot more manageable than the last one. You had a lot of cushion over there in that out route. Hutton Jones makes a nice effort to get down there and make a tackle. They're going to say he was actually down at the 28, so it's going to be a full two yards to get the first down, third and two. Lambert will stay in shotgun and looks for the hard count. Lambert again. Got one running back behind him. He's going to give it to Davis. Davis going to try to get wide. Gets a pass the first. Uh, gets past the first defender and flags fly from every direction. Uh, looks like maybe maybe a face mask. Manneker and Madison Stott in on the tackle. I want to see. There is literally. It's there. I will say if they were playing beanbag toss, give those three refs. They're on my team because they got all their flags within about a foot and a half of each other. I think all three flags hit one another. And you're on the same team. Let's see. Looks like it's going to go against the Red Rebels. Trying to get the call. All I hear is first down Blue Raiders, but it was at the point uh, of contact. I'm going to call that. Uh, it looked to be a face mask. It is a 15-yard penalty, and they're going to run the clock. So, again, uh, wash that one clean. It will be a first down for Cleveland, and it will be at their own 46-yard line. Again, they go left to right. as It's a tie ball game here at Cleveland, 14 for the Rebels, 14 for the Blue Raiders. They hand it to Isaiah Davis, and he is going to get uh, back to the line of scrimmage and maybe no further and uh, a lot of razzle-dazzle, but no gain there on first down. How about Caleb Reeves? End around route over here to the right side of the field. He makes a nice tackle with a host of Rebels to help out. Yeah, and, and Lambert, again, using a, a lot of the field here uh, to try to really make the, the Rebels commit here. And, and good uh, good discipline there by the defensive front just to stay home and, uh, and make the sure tackle. Well, Caleb's in there making a name for himself. Going to be Lambert at quarterback. Three receivers to the right. 
One to the le- or three to the left, one to the right. Lambert's going to roll the pocket to the left. A lot of holding there, and he's going to get it out in the flat. He's going to get it to Micah Jordan, and no one in front of him. He's going to get to the end zone. Touchdown, Blue Raiders. A lot of holding going on at the line of scrimmage. No call, and Lambert just delivers a pretty ball to Micah Jordan, and he's off to the races. Touchdown, Blue Raiders. Yeah, Maneker got in there on the pass rush, and Derek Hunt is beside himself with his arms up in the air and wanted a holding call. Did not get it, and looks like Bennett Smith will be on to attempt the PAT. 20-14 to 14 is what the Denzo scoreboard now reads. Looks like Bennett Smith will look to add two. Lambert, the holder, the hold is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So the Denzo scoreboard now reads the Blue Raiders of Cleveland 21, your Red Rebels 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to Rebel Radio, the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and uh, the Blue Raiders have just struck, and uh, it is now 21-14 to 14 in favor of Cleveland High School. Uh, a lot of things could have happened on that last play. A lot of things could have been called, but was it? But the end result is you got to get back on offense, try to level this thing up. Coach Hunt is not uh, the happiest of campers here right now. Five plays for 80 yards, 221 time of possession. It's going to be deep for the Red Rebels. It's going to be Gage Ledoux. It's going to be DJ Gillen, and it's going to be Cannon Johnson. It's going to be Bennett Smith to kick this one away from Cleveland High School. He'll kick it left to right. Away he goes. The kick is away, and it should be returnable. Looks like Gillens is going to take it at the seven-yard line. He drops it, but picks it up quickly. He's going to get across the 10, across the 15, across the 20. One man to beat. He stays up. Can he get there? He's going to cut back at the 50-yard line, and he's going to rumble into Blue Raider territory, down to the Blue Raider 46. Huge return by Gillens, and they... uh, uh, maybe a spark there for the Red Rebels. Yeah, if he didn't get tripped up, I don't think Aaron Smith catches him. 45 yards on the return for Gillens, and uh, and again, sets up shop for the Red Rebels inside Blue Raider territory. Going to see DJ Gillens check out of the football game. Probably get a breather, maybe some Gatorade. Going to see Matthew Klimmer come out for the Red Rebels. He's going to have uh, Noah Vaughn to his right. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Going to be Matthew Clemmer, hands it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to split the defenders, push it across the 40-yard line, and down to the, it's going to be the Blue Raider 38, but there is laundry on the field, and we'll see what the call is. A late flag after Noah Vaughn had been tackled, so we'll see what the call is. It's going to be against the Red Rebels. I think it's a legal procedure. Again, the White Hat's back is to us, so some of his, his motion we can't see. But it's going to back up the Red Rebels, and it's going to be first and long after the penalties assessed. You just forget that play. You go on to the next one. They'll spot it at the Rebel 49-yard line, so a, a, 
Uh, looks like about a five yard. So uh, they're going to call false start, but they let the play go. Uh, that's that's less than ideal. It'll be first and 15 Red Rebels as we are now uh, 3.08 to go here in the third. Clock is wasting. It's going to be Clemmer handing the football to Noah Vaughn. He's going to pile his way forward, get back into Blue Raider territory and down near a first down marker as it's going to be down to the 36, and the ref says move those chains. So just like that, erase the penalty, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Noah Vaughn says, that's fine. I'll run further. Yeah, it's a first down whether you needed 15 or you needed 10. So 15-yard pickup for, for the ju- or for the senior running back, the Virginia commit, and uh, Red Rebels fresh set of downs. Eventually brought down by number five, Brian Beard. It's going to be Noah Vaughn to Clemmer's left. Looks like there's going to be a slight adjustment. Clemmer updates the line. Two receivers to the right, to the left. A little three-step drop. He's going to get it out to Noah Vaughn in motion. He's going to get to the numbers and push it upfield. And Cleveland, nice form tackle, uh, gets Noah Vaughn at the 29-yard line. But not before the senior picks up about seven yards. Yeah, Cannon Johnson had a tough assignment there. Number 25, Lamar Anders, he was blocking him. He just ripped that block and made a tackle there. Yeah, Clemmer, again, going to go under center. And then he's going to quickly get the, the, the huddle snapped. Going to get Gage Ledoux straight behind him. Now he's going to put him to his right hip pocket. Going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to go off right tackle. Now he's going to cut back in the center, try to free up, and he's going to get forward motion down to about the 28. It's going to be a one-yard pickup. It'll be third and two. Tried to get up to the middle of the field, took three uh, Raiders to bring him down. Finished off by number five, Brian Beard. Big third down here. Again, the home side is now where you park here at Cleveland High School, so a little different as we are on the what the field is built to be the home side. Uh, so a little different, but uh, the crowd is on the other side of us on this third down play. Got a little flanker down there. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to give it. No, he's going to roll the pocket, gets it to Gage Ledoux in the flat. He's going to cut it upfield at the numbers and just try to get ahead forward. He's going to pick up the first down. He needed two. He got about four on the play, and uh, it's going to be a fresh set of downs near the 20-yard line. It's going to be a first and 10 Red Rebels. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, they have Gage line up on the left side in that flanker position. You think there's going to be a run on that side. No, he goes out and runs a little out route and eventually tackled by number 24, Harold Dillon. I like these two receivers here to the left side of this formation. Zeke McCoy, DJ Gillins, they're going to stack Gage Ledoux to the right side of the formation. Noah Vaughn will be straight back. Now he'll adjust to the left hip pocket. Takes the snap, hands off to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go left side, cuts through the left side of that defense, and he's going to pick up another eight yards there. Ben, he's a, he's a seven, eight-yard machine. It's like he froze in midair and then all of a sudden cut back to the left and get, eventually gets tackled by Dylan Harold, number you ever, 24. You ever been to a drag race and when they're, they're doing the burnout, you think they should be moving, but they're not? That's what he does. He just spins the wheels and then cut, drops the clutch and then gets out of there. Never seen feet move that quick. Now he's he's a, he's a special athlete, and that's why the Hoos are excited to have him there at Virginia. Clemmer is going to break the small huddle. Uh, he'll be in shotgun formation. Gage Ledoux straight behind him. He'll have two receivers left, one to the right. He'll take the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage Ledoux. Gage is going to get off the left side. Stiff arms the first guy, pushes inside the 10-yard line, and picks up a fresh set of downs. First down, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Flag after the play near the end zone. This is going to be unsportsmanlike at some capacity. It's just whether it's against the Raiders or the Rebels. 
Nice play call there. Nice stiff arm by Gage Ledoux. And uh, at this point, they are inside the uh, the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. And we're going to see who they call this on. It's going to go against the Red Rebels. We're going to step this one off. Again, after the run is when the flag came out. Uh, so you just hate to hate to lose that first down there. Looks like a holding call, Wayne. That far downfield? Looks like everybody's needing a little clarification. Uh, but it is, uh, we're going to see where they spot it and just uh, kind of get with it. But Coach Hunts wants some clarification. He's out past the... He's out past the hash marks, but uh, looks like he's going to get it, get back to the sideline. But we're going to take a quick break. Listen to these fine sponsors. That's the end of the third quarter. Your score reads 21 for the homestanding Blue Raiders of Cleveland, 14 for your Red Rebels. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Yeah, you can hear me now. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here, the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and it is fourth quarter action here from Cleveland High School. The Blue Raiders of Cleveland up on your Red Rebels. 21 to 14. Red Rebels uh, deep in, in Blue Raider territory. They're going to pitch it to Noah Vaughn. Noah is going to get the football on the pitch play, and there's nothing doing. He's going to lose about a yard on the play. Blue Raiders get upfield there, and it's second and about 11. Tackle made by Breeden Dugan on that one. It's going to be 11:52 to go in this football game. Again, Red Rebels looking to uh, to even this score. And uh, looks like they're going to have to go the long way, second and 11. Clemmer uh, stays in shotgun formation. Again, Maryville goes left to right here on Benny Monroe Stadium. Going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the right. He's going to have Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket. Gaze Ledoux is going to move into a blocking formation. Now Clemmer is going to roll the pocket to look to throw. He's going to have to tuck it and call his own number. He's going to get back to the, the original line of scrimmage, maybe pick up one, and it's going to bring up third and about nine yards. Yeah, had Gaze Ledoux on the left side there in the flanker position. He just rolls out and makes that out route, and just it was covered well, and they brought him down to the turf. Yeah, and Clemmer uh, in previous games would have uh, tried to chuck that into a tight window, but, again, a safe play uh, to just try to uh, to get it ahead forward. They're going to say he just picked up a couple, so it's going to be third and ten. Again, uh, as they go left or right, Clemmer looks to the sideline to get the play. Trips to the left. It's going to have Zeke McCoy to the right. He is, has, I don't believe Zeke has touched the football tonight. Maybe Clemmer's going to move Eli Elkins into, into the formation. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give the handoff. No, he fakes the handoff, calls his own number, and he's going to come back inside the formation, and he's going to be tackled at the 21-yard line. Pickup of a couple, and it's fourth down. Receivers weren't there. He runs up the middle of the field there, and Anthony Davis, number 65, makes the stop. Pickup of three on the play. 
So fourth and long upcoming. Looks like Corbin Price is out to attempt a a field goal. Uh, This is going to be, looks like they're going to set it at the 28-yard line. So it's going to be a 38-yard attempt right at his average uh, for the season. He's going to be on the right hash. He's a right-footed kicker. So, again, just uh, do not overcompensate. Dunford to hold. The kick is held. The kick is up. And, Ben, the kick is good. And the, the Red Rebels have added to their scoreboard. It is now it is now 17-21 to 21 in favor of the Cleveland Blue Raiders. So cut into that lead, Ben, but still some work to do. 9.40 to go in this one, and you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com huddleston law firm understands you have many options in east tennessee for representation they realize that fact and always appreciate your business and welcome back to rebel radio 95.7 duke fm and the twin city certified in maryville game of the week the red rebels have added to the scoreboard but still trail the cleveland blue raiders 21 to 17. Corbin Price will kick this one away and deep for the Blue Raiders will be DJ Adams and looks like Broadnax number two. It is going to be Corbin Price kicks this one away a high spinner it will be returnable and looks like Adams will take it at about the seven yard line he's going to get through the first defender and back and push back inside their own 20 yard line they're going to say forward progress to the 21 and that's where they'll set up shop first and 10 blue raiders nice gang tackle can't get to the 20. well here's the deal this is an offense that is really uh, when i say clock management it's more like clock drainage uh they will they take a lot of time in between plays and again completions will continue to allow this clock to move nine and a half to play here and you need the football back and uh again this defense is playing very well for cleveland uh so i would not uh i wouldn't uh want them to have many first downs it's going to be lambert's going to take the shotgun snap he's going to give the handoff to davis and we are not fooled and he's dropped in the backfield one yard loss Frankie Diaz and Jacob Richmond in on that tackle. Yeah, that was number 23, Isaiah Davis, and he all he saw when he took the handoff was Red Rebels, and he was dropped for a one-yard loss. Lambert back to the line of scrimmage. Now they're going to move their, their kind of flanker positions from the right side of the formation to the left, so trips to the left, one receiver out top to the right. That's D.J. Adams. Lambert will have Davis straight behind him. And Cleveland takes the shotgun snap. He's going to try to flip it out in the flat. It is going to be deflected and nearly intercepted. Not sure how they didn't see Caleb Graham was being mugged, but no call. It will be third down. Third and 12 upcoming for Cleveland. So good play by that defensive front to get the hands up. 
Now you just got to hold them on third down. I love it. Peyton Cooper gets in the backfield, gets both those hands up, punches the ball straight up in the middle there. About had a turnover. Yeah, a lot of people going after the football there. Jacob Richmond, uh, he is he has intercepted balls before, so he's interested in it. Lambert takes the shotgun snap. He rolls the pocket to the right, gets it to Micah Jordan, and he is going to get a few, but not near enough for a first down. It's going to be a fourth and about eight to go. And looks like Cleveland will send on the punt unit. Good job by this Rebel defense to turn them back. And they come to the sideline trying to fire up this offense. Multiple defensive backs in on that tackle. Way to go, defense. Yeah, three and outs what you needed. And that Rebel defense delivered. 8.22 to play in this one. And Bennett Smith will punt this away for Cleveland. He'll punt right to left. He's going to get a floating snap. And he'll kick this one away end over end. Uh, looks like to be caught by Jax Kirby, and D.J. Adams is going to catch him. He's going to give give uh, Jax Kirby a lot of credit. He was hit immediately as he caught the football and held on to it. So he's going to get forward progress uh, at the Rebel 47. And, uh, the Rebels will go left to right here on Benny, Benny Monroe Stadium. I'm sweating over here. That was close. Well, the heat has been turned up here at, uh, at Benny Monroe Stadium. Cleveland High School, it's been a nice venue here tonight for football. It's going to be Matthew Clemmer at the controls for the Red Rebels. He's going to get the play from the sideline. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. He'll have Noah Vaughn to his left, no right hip pocket. Moved at the last minute. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap, pitches over uh, to Noah Vaughn. He's going to stutter step, spin move, and he's going to get into Blue Raider territory down to the 49. Yeah, toss to the right side. Noah goes out to the right side, tried to get to the sideline, but Lamar Anders cuts him off and makes a tackle. Pick up a four on the play. It'll bring up second down and six as they now scrimmage inside Blue Raider territory. 7.40 to play in this one. And, again, just uh, possessions are dwindling down, so you got to make the most of what you have. And the Red Rebels now on the march. Clemmer will be in shotgun. He takes the snap. Hand off Noah Vaughn. He's going to go right up the middle. Got one man to beat. He's got number three on his back, but he keeps the legs churning, and he's going to get down to the Blue Raider 26-yard line. Huge pickup for Noah Vaughn, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Love that formation. You run a spread formation, two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right, opens up the middle of the field. Noah Vaughn just marches down the field. Tackle made by number three, Aaron Smith. 23 yards on the pickup for Noah Vaughn, and he's going to get it again. Noah Vaughn's going to get wide. He's going to get left. He's going to cut up through the field. He's going to get out of the first tackle. He's going to spin his way down inside the 15-yard line and down to the 13. That's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Eventually taken down by Micah Jordan, number one for the Blue Raiders. This is a huge possession here, 6.45 to play in this one, and the Rebels deep in Blue Raider territory. Clemmer will stay in the shotgun. He's going to move Noah Vaughn directly behind him. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Gage Ledoux stacked up to the right side. They're going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to stutter step. He's going to push inside the 10 and down to the 7-yard line. And that's going to be a nice pickup there. Looks like first down is at the 4, and he's at the 7. So that's going to be 7-yard pickup there for Noah Vaughn. Second down, 3 to go. Yeah, in between the hash marks, he runs about 3 yards, makes that quick feet adjustment, shifts to the left, and eventually taking down Micah Jordan. Noah Vaughn will check out, get a breather here. They're going to check in. I think that's uh, Gage Ledoux there to the left. 
Going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Looking to the sideline, they will change the play. They're going to move Gage to his right hip pocket, and they're going to give the handoff to Gage. He's going to go straight ahead forward near the five-yard line. They're going to say he's down just at the five-yard line, so it should bring up third and one. Yeah, he made a cut back to the left side. Number 24, Isaiah De- Davis, was crashing on the on the on the left side there. Made the tackle. Third and one. They're going to pull in the beef as Peyton Cooper, Caleb Graham will check into this one, and Noah Vaughn traps trots back out there. Uh, again, needs a yard here on third and uh, one to go. I like a good flank stake formation. Well, we're going to see some power here. Clemmer's going to go under center. We're going to see the handoff. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Runs behind Gage Ledoux. Three, two, one. A touchdown, Rebels. Huge play there. Gage Ledoux blows open a gaping hole. Noah Vaughn runs through it, untouched into the end zone. The power bred touchdown. The Denzo scoreboard's just changed. You can teach a lot. You just can't teach that. Well, 23-21 to 21 in favor of the Red Rebels as they regain the lead. And Corbin Price looking to tack on the extra point. Huge extra point here as trying to maintain this field goal advantage. It's going to be Corbin Price to kick. Dunford to hold. The, the snap is made. The hold is good. And the kick, then it's good. And the new score, your Red Rebels 24, the homestanding Cleveland Blue Raiders 21. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s.com family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today think outside the box and get your axe on and welcome back to rebel radio 95.7 duke fm i'm wayne kaiser alongside ben metz and uh if anybody's clearing their throat tonight, it's Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn has had him and him a night. Uh, six plays, 53 yards, minute and four, time of possession. Noah Vaughn's touched the football 24 times. He's got 161 yards and three touchdowns. He's also caught three passes for 18 yards. Stats provided by Mr. Ken Main. Always appreciate Corbin Price to kick this one away. It's going to be a low spinner. It is going to be returnable, and that's going to be Adams with the return. No, that's going to be Broadnax, and he is going to be caught and dropped at the Cleveland 26-yard line, and that's where they'll set up shop here late in this uh, in this fourth quarter. Again, they're at home, Ben. Uh, they just lost the lead, and, uh, again, how does Lambert and this offense respond, and how does this defense, a team that looks like they have an eight in about a month, uh, just uh, just rolled back out there. Yeah, his original game plan in the first half was to shut down Noah Vaughn. Now Noah Vaughn's become a problem, so you got to figure that out. Uh, Lambert and the offense, uh, again, luckily, uh, they're, they're the only ones that don't get to see Noah. Lambert is going to be in shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap, fakes the handoff to Davis, wants to throw it. He's going to uncork it long. He's got his receiver, Adams, open, and just overshoots his intended receiver, D.J. Adams, about a yard and a half. 
Long post route. Ty Elder got burnt on that one. It was there. Yeah, it was there. Backs the, the defense up a little bit. But uh, I'll be honest, man, with the overthrow, I like the wasted play there. 4.47 to go in this one. Rebels lead 24-21. to 21. Again, second half has been the Noah Vaughn show. Defense is going to stay hungry. You see them talking, and they're going to look to bring some heat here. It's going to be Lambert taking the shotgun snap for Cleveland. He's going to want to throw it again. He's going to deliver it out to Micah Jordan. Micah Jordan trying to get to the sideline, and he's going to be helped and ushered out by Peyton Cooper. It's going to be a first down Cleveland as they needed 10. They got about 12. Yeah, the corners are giving them a lot of cushion over there, and uh, ball was thrown out in the flat. Peyton Cooper goes over there, forces him out of bounds. Coach Hunt all over this side, Judge. Again, not sure what he saw, but uh, I'm going to tell you he wasn't happy about it. First down, Cleveland, as they are charging left to right here at Benny Monroe Stadium. He's going to take a low shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to 10. 10's going to try to get wide. Nothing doing, and he's going to be corralled and dropped in the backfield by a host of Red Rebels. Sop Choppy Burr. It's going to be back at the 33-yard line. It's going to be a loss of four on the play, and it is a uh, it is a huge loss there. It's going to be second and 14. Old Brandon Husky was hangry on that one. Yeah, he and the thing is they stayed home. There was a lot of motion, a lot of uh, fake handoff, then give it to the second guy. And I love this. There is the Rebel faithful on their feet cheering on this defense to slow down the, the Blue Raiders. Lambert's going to get the snap. He's one to throw it. He's going to shoot the ball out to the flat, and it's going to go in and out of the hands of number one Micah Jordan. And then there's going to be a flag late. I think they're going to they're going to get. Let's see, there it's going to be against the Red Rebels. Is it roughing the passer, or is it going to be targeting? It, it, there was a hit as the ball was being released. Again, uh, my cup's going to be half full. I think it was timely, uh, but they didn't think so, and so that's going to move the football and give the uh, it's going to give the Blue Raiders a fresh set of downs. 3.53 to go in this one. The uh, personal foul against the Red Rebels will move the Blue Raiders uh, up to near midfield. They'll uh, take their next snap from their own 47-yard line after the penalties assessed. This is an upset uh, group of Rebel faithful. That's all little, I can say. Like a rough in the passer call. Again, the dynamic of the flipping of the field here at Cleveland High School, the, uh, the the white hat looks away from us, and all his signals are in front of his belly. We can't see a thing. Looked like he was waving at us, but that signal is the rough in the passer. Lambert's looking to the sideline. Again, took a big hit there, so we'll see how, that's, uh, how that shakes him up. He's going to have Davis straight away behind him. He'll have trips to the right. And he'll have Broadnax one-on-one coverage with Cannon Johnson to the left. Lambert, again, clock will continue to roll. Lambert is going to take the snap. He hands it off to Davis. The ball is out, and Broadnax is just going to fall on it. Could have been a huge play had the Rebels been able to turn it back. But it's going to be a gain after the fumble pickup, and it's going to be second down and about three to go. Unfortunately, it took a, it took a Raider bounce for about three or four yards. Well, I was going to say it was a two- or three-yard pickup, but with the fumble, turn seven. Near three minutes. Lambert looks at his – he's got one of those wristband play callers. 
Lambert takes the snap for Cleveland. He's going to hand it off to Davis. Davis goes right up the gut. He's going to get back to the 45-yard line of Maryville, and that's all he's going to get. Gets about a yard, so it should be third and two. Manneker cuts in the backfield, trips him up, makes a nice tackle. And this is a battle of wills right here. Under three to play, 239 to be exact. And the Rebel faithful are standing, and the defense wants them up. Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond, agging on the, the fan base, uh, needing some noise here. If you can feel it, this press box is rocking. Lambert's going to take the snap. He's going to run the football, tries to get wide, and they're going to push it uh, near the 42-yard line. They needed the 43, got the 42. That's going to move the change for the Blue Raiders. Fresh set of downs, first and 10 Blue Raiders. Got outside just enough, and Hunter Olivet in on the tackle, the junior. Lambert's, uh, he, he's been a he's been a field general tonight. He's done a lot of nice things, uh, and every now and again, uh, he's taking care of it with his feet. Three receivers to the left. Lambert's going to take a snap. Wants to throw the football. Is going to quickly get it out in the flat. That's going to be Micah Jordan, and he is going to think that he's still uh, still up and running, but they're going to call him down at the Rebel 38-yard line. Uh, that's going to be a pickup of four. It'll be second and six. Ball thrown out short in the flat. Hunter Olivet starts to tackle. Peyton Cooper cleans it up. We are now a minute and a half to play. Cleveland with the football, and they are driving. Lambert's going to get the snap. He's going to three-step drop, looks to throw it, gets it out in the flat to Micah Jordan. Micah Jordan's going to be hit and dropped inside the 30-yard line, but not before he picks up another first down. Minute, 20 seconds to go. And they're going to quickly get it back to the line of scrimmage. Rebel 28-yard line's where the ball sits. Again, Cleveland trails by three, 24-21. Rebel's looking to to maintain and hold this victory and get back to Maryville. Lambert's going to take the snap, three-step drop. He's going to look to uncork it. He's going to go long, and it is going to be incomplete. No good. In and out of the hands of the intended receiver. I think that was D.J. Adams. Dr. Jones on the coverage. Well, way to stay with it, Dr. Jones. And uh, D.J. Adams was in position, uh, but uh, but Hutton Jones made the play. One minute remains, and this one incomplete. We'll bring up second and ten. Ball on the Rebel 28-yard line. And I, I know they're wanting to win this football game. Don't know where their field goal kicker stands on distance, uh, but I don't know when they look to do that if they can't get this in there. It's going to be Lambert. We're going to see what he does. He throws across the middle, incomplete. It's going to skip to the defender. Closest one uh, to make the catch was going to be Ty Elder. It's going to be third and 10, 54 seconds remain. Brought the linebackers on that one, opened up the middle of the field. It was there for number five, but the ball was just thrown in a hurry to the ground. Yeah, they're going to check in Caius Watts. They're going to check out number 56, Brandon Husky. They are, they are loud over here on the Rebel Faithful. There's a lot of good fan base here, and they're making their presence felt. Lambert takes the snap, a little three-step drop, wants to throw it. Looks like there's going to be pressure from Peyton Cooper. He's going to have to tuck it himself. He's going to go straight ahead forward, and he's going to be popped and knocked out of bounds near the 20-yard line. Let's see where they mark it. Looks like they're going to mark him out at the 21, no, the 22-yard line, and it is going to be short of the first down, so it's going to be fourth down. And the offense stays on the field right here. Ball at the 21-and-a-half-yard line. Fourth down and four to go. It looks like they're going to think about it. Cleveland's going to take a timeout, Ben. Let's take one with them. You're listening. Now, let's not take one with them. 
We're going to get it down to Mr. Chris Hips. I got to know what's going on on the sideline. Hips, what's going on on the sideline? Tension thick right now. Yes, man. This is a very intense game. This sideline is getting rocking. The crowd is behind. This is going to be a very, very big fourth down for this Maryville defense. So, uh, again, there's not been a ton of punts for Cleveland tonight. Their place kicker is their punter. Do you think Cleveland goes for it, or do you think they kick this, try to attempt this field goal? I think if I was Cleveland, what else you got to lose in this matchup? Go for it. Fourth well, and three. I think at home, house money. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's going to be the play call, but I think they just want to get the play call right. So fourth and four upcoming, Chris. Uh, you may want to. You may want to stay clear. Uh, we don't know where this ball's going. I'll do my best, fellas. And again, I, I think Hippie brings up a good point. You know, uh, it, they're. I, I think they're they're playing with house money. They're wanting to continue this drive, uh, and really, I, I don't know that overtime's in their favor. Uh, so I think they're they're looking to score here, or they're at least looking to extend this drive. 45 seconds remain. If you're just joining us, Cleveland with the football, trailing the Red Rebels by three, and they're on the Rebel 22-yard line, fourth and four. Look for Drew Lambert to keep this himself. Offense back onto the field. Lambert in shotgun formation, trying to get the hard count. It did not happen. A couple defenders flinched. No reaction. Lambert steps back. He makes an adjustment. Lambert's trying to get the hard count again. No movement. And we're going to see if they take another timeout, and they do. And so as Cleveland takes a timeout, let's get one with them. That's going to be a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week has been a doozy. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and uh, you didn't miss anything. Uh, two spots there, but two timeouts. So uh, Maryville took one after they saw that the, the kick unit is out for the Blue Raiders. It's going to be Bennett Smith out there to attempt the extra point. Lambert is the holder. So, again, don't rule out the fake here. It's going to be fourth and four. It's going to be on the right hash as he's a right-footed kicker. The hold is going to be down. The kick is going to be up, and the kick is good. It is good with 30. I don't know why the clock's rolling, but with 37 seconds to go, we're going to see what this, uh, this penalty flag is. I think they're going to say offsides against the Red Rebels, and that is going to move the sticks. That's going to give the Blue Raiders a first down. That's a back-breaking penalty 
for this defense. And with 37 seconds to go, the Blue Raiders have fresh life here. Unfortunate, Ben. That's a, that's a huge penalty. Yeah, this drive started with uh, some penalties, and, and it's it's ending with some penalties here. Again, just got to bow the back. 37 seconds, and again, Cleveland only has one timeout. So, again, stop, if they run the football, uh, you, you stop them inbounds. It's going to be Lambert in shotgun formation for Cleveland. Again, at the Rebel 15-yard line. He's going to look to chuck it to the sideline. It's going to go up high, and it is going to be incomplete. No incomplete, no flag on the play. Again, I think the home stands wanted the P.I., but I thought it was just good defense. Yeah, and it wasn't a catchable pass, in my opinion. And I think uh, looking at uh, what Lambert's doing and Coach Wheeler, I think they understand a a tackle inbounds could end this football game. So I would expect the – the foreseeable plays for Cleveland uh, be at the uh, at the end zone because they've only got the one timeout. The way they're scheming up their offense, it shows you that Maryville owns the line of scrimmage right now. Lambert will uh, stay in there. It's going to be in shotgun formation to have Davis in the backfield. Going to be good pressure. It's going to be in the front of the line and Cleveland into the end zone, and that's going to be a Cleveland touchdown with 22 seconds. Left on the clock, Cleveland will score, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed. It now reads Cleveland 27 and the Maryville Red Rebels 24. Yeah, brought the blitz and opened up the middle of the field, and uh, that's that post route was there for a touchdown. Offsides against the defense extended this drive. Again, it was going to be a tie ball game because Smith completed the, 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 the kick there, uh, but an extra set of downs. And Lambert hits, uh, I believe that was number 10. I think that was uh, that was going to be Zaborski. And and it's going to be Smith's going to tack on the extra point. So with 22 seconds to go, Rebels going to have to see what they can dig out of the bag of tricks. They are down four on the road in region play. And so they, they have got to, uh, to see what they can do right here. Uh, we're going to go down to the sideline and kind of get the word from Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, uh, again, not what you, you expected there, uh, but um, just uh, got to buckle it down, 22 seconds to go. Yes, sir. It's going to be a tough line. You know, like I said, Cleveland's probably going to pooch this and try to make Maribel beat them for 70 yards. Like I said, it's going to be a tough offensive drive here, but for two timeouts, there's a chance. I think there's always a chance if the Rebels got time left, but uh, we'll see you after the game. Yeah, I think if he brings up a good point, I think you you do a little pooch kick here. Don't get the ball in the hands of Noah Vaughn, right? Well, the question is, if it is a returnable kick, do you do you fair catch it just to save the time on the clock? I think all are at, all are good questions. And it's going to be Bennett Smith again, the uh, who was thought to be the one that tied this game up just a few minutes ago, but an offsides penalty gives the Blue Raiders a first down. And, uh, and then they punch it in with Zaborski, and uh, and again Lambert's had him a good had him a good night. And looks like they are going to pooch this one away. It's going to be Bennett Smith. It's going to be a kind of a high pooch kick, and it is going to be taken. That's going to be Noah Vaughn. He's going to kind of get past the first guy, past the second guy, and he is going to get out of bounds. But he is going to be at the Rebel 28-yard line. So they're going to quickly get the offense out there. 
And, and again, it's about giving Matt Clemmer time because he's going to have to push this down the field. 15 seconds is all that remains. Seven seconds rolled off on the return. We got the line to do it. Yeah, got to believe. Got to believe. 15 seconds, you've probably got, with two timeouts, got two plays. Two, three plays, Max. Clemmer in it, shotgun formation. Going to take the snap. Little flat-footed drop. He's going to cut across the middle. He's going to have, he's going to have DJ Gillins, and he is going to get the reception at the Rebel 45-yard line, and they get a timeout. So nice, gonna, nice post route across the middle of the field. Brian Beard, number five, on the tackle. Eight seconds is all that remains, Ben. Uh, again, how do you how do you line this up? Do you do you play this as the final play? Or do you do you kind of time this deal and say, listen, one Mississippi, two Mississippi release? How do you call this? I think you got to try for the end zone. I think you go as far as you can go. We're we're a, a good minute from the end zone, 55 yards uh, from the the goal line here uh, at uh, Benny Monroe Stadium. But uh, I think Matt Clemmer has the arm to do it. I uh, need someone to run under it, and uh, we're going to see what happens here. Just see the Rebels that are in at the uh, at the wide receiver position. You have Gage Ledoux. Uh, you have Cannon Johnson, uh, DJ Gillins. Uh, looks like Noah Vaughn is out there. And I think you, you hit it on the head. Need time. That is the huge, uh, huge piece here. They need time. Who wants the ball? Noah Vaughn will be to Clemmer's right hip pocket. He'll have two receivers to the right, two to the left. It's going to be a little three-step drop. He's going to look to throw it. He's going to get it out in the flat to Zeke McCoy, in and out of the hands of McCoy, and it's going to be incomplete. Three seconds remain. It was there in the flat. Uh, Number five, Brian Beard, made some nice coverage. Last heave here as Matthew Clemmer looks. Uh, What is the play call? I think it's, it's four verticals. See how far you can throw it. And looks like Maryville's, uh, they're not going to take that one home with them. They're going to drop that last time out. Again, huge, huge statement here for Cleveland. They played a good, good brand of football, consistent football. But, uh, I guess the shock factor here is, uh, this is a, this would be, uh, could they, could this play not happen? This would be a region loss, uh, for the first time in a very long time for the Red Rebels. Uh, again, uh, just, uh, it's something that you don't see very much, and I, I think that's what is uh, that's what's ignited this Cleveland fan base. Yeah, and that last drive all week, uh, they're going to think about the two penalties, the rough and the passer, and then the offsides call that led the Blue Raiders to a touchdown. Yeah, and I think uh, Peyton Cooper, uh, it, it was an effort play. He got in there, he got an open look, and with the, the way Lambert had played the position, uh, there was no you couldn't dedicate that he was going to throw that football. And so I, I don't I don't fault him at all. But the final play is in. Matthew Clemmer will have three receivers to the right. Noah Vaughn out in the flat. Clemmer's going to take a three five step drop. Going to roll the pocket to the right. He's going to have to set up and chuck it. He's going to chuck it as far as he can. There are rebels in the area. Cannon Johnson will make the catch down at the eight yard line. But the clock will hit zeros and he won't get to the end zone. So Cleveland, the Blue Raiders have knocked off the Red Rebels here on their home turf and have sent uh, the Rebels with their first region loss in a, in a very, very long time. So just uh, uh, hats off to Cleveland here tonight, but the Rebels uh, will have uh, uh, some thinking to do as we head back towards Maryville. But let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, 
the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. Let's run some numbers. Rates are still at historic lows, and we might save you some money. Again, I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, NMLS 1641325. And welcome in to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening here from Cleveland High School. We're your Red Rebels have dropped a region matchup to the Cleveland Blue Raiders, 28-24. to uh, Hats off to Cleveland. Uh, they did a nice job. Lambert, the quarterback, uh, really uh, really had himself a day managing this offense. And then defensively, uh, just a lot of good things uh, that they were able to do to, to continue drives and to, to kind of slow down uh, this Rebel offense. But final score, 28-24 in favor of the Blue Raiders. Uh, we are going to try our best to get uh, our – this week's player of the game, it is going to be Noah Vaughn, and it looks like down there uh, Mr. Hips uh, has Noah. We're going to jump down there. Hey, Wayne, I got Noah here. Noah, great game, man. Three rushing touchdowns, very tough. It seemed like they just kept zoning in on you, uh, trying to get to you, make sure the running game was stopped. 
Uh, you know, what kind of plays did you see from the defense? What did you see from the defense tonight? I mean, you know, we just saw in film, we saw they had a really good D tackle, 71. He blows people back every play. We knew we were going to have to deal with him, so uh, we ran power. We ran, uh, we stayed away from our usual, usual zone run, but I mean, you know, it was just a good game. They, they outplayed us, and nothing we can do about it. Yes, sir. And I mean, Incredible effort. I love your hard nose running. It seemed like every time you got downhill, especially on this side on that little uh, swing pass, I mean, downhill running, uh, you know, what was your mindset? Was you just wanting the, the contact every time it seemed like you didn't want to shy away from it? Uh, you know, right now I'm playing through a little adversity. I'm a little beat up, real roughed up, I get, uh, a little injured. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, playing hesitant. That's only going to get you hurt. So I knew I had to play full speed. Uh, take it to them where they were going to take it to me. So that's the reason I wasn't shying away from contact, you know. Uh. Well, you heard it here first from Mr. Noah Vaughn, three touchdown man, another another Smoky Mountain Axe player, player of the game. Yeah, congratulations to Noah. And, again, always appreciative of what he does for this football program. But uh, you, you heard it there, uh, a little little defeated Noah Vaughn and, and really – uh, a kid that laid it out there, had, had himself a day, 24 touches, 161 yards, three touchdowns, also caught three passes for 18 yards. Uh, and, and just uh, just Cleveland, uh, when plays needed to be made, they were able to do that, and they'll exit here, their home stadium, with a four-point victory over uh, the the. Uh, the Red Rebels of Maryville High School. But look at it, uh, 33 carries for 198 yards, 149 passing yards for the Red Rebels, uh, 50 total plays that netted 347 yards. Uh, Cleveland, 28 touches for 65 yards on the ground and 200 passing yards of 52 total plays for 265 yards. Again, we talked about Noah Vaughn, Gage Ledoux, second in rushing, uh, six touches, 25 yards. D.J. Gillins, one for nine. Matthew Clemmer, two carries for three yards. Uh, Gage Ledoux, six carries, 59 yards, or six catches, 59 yards, led the receiving category. Uh, Cannon Johnson, uh, one catch for 47 yards. Noah Vaughn, three uh, for 18, as we spoke about. D.J. Gillins, one for 17, and Eli Elkins, one for eight yards. Uh, just looking at it uh, on the other side, uh, looks like Isaiah Davis was the leading rusher, 14 carries, 28 yards, and a touchdown, so really kind of small numbers. But Micah Jordan, uh, nine catches, 124 yards, and a touchdown. I think the difference uh, for tonight's matchup was ultimately uh, penalties. Uh, look at the Rebels, nine penalties, uh, 94 yards, one penalty, five yards against Cleveland. And, again, I think there's there's argument to be made there, but at the end of 48 minutes, uh, that's where we stand. But uh, the Red Rebels have traveled to Cleveland and will head back to Maryville with one loss there in the other column. Uh, the Rebels fall to six and or five and two on the season. The Blue Raiders improve to four and three. Final score from Cleveland High School. It's going to be the Blue Raiders of Cleveland 28, your Maryville Rebels 24. Let's look to finish this thing up and head back to Maryville. But thank all those that make this broadcast possible. Thanks to the great administration at Maryville High School and athletic director Landon Harris. Thanks to the Cleveland High School administration for accommodations here tonight thanks to all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks 
Thanks for to the Sultan of Statistics, Mr. Ken Main. Up to the minute stats all night tonight, and a special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of breaks all night long. But for Ben Metz, Chris Hips, and our player of the game, Noah Vaughn, you've listened to Rebel Radio. I'm Wayne Kaiser. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, as always, go Rebels. Go Ends and then stack them. Don't let up and distract us. Excuse me, Mr. DJ. Pretty girls get loud. Now let me hear you say. Plumbing Studios. We want to be your plumber. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football.